0: friends and sweethearts, you know what that sound means. That sound means <laughs> it's time for the Boy Howdy Podcast. When you hear the storybook go oh, k-ching, <laughs> it's time to turn the page. That's right. Uh, oh. We're here to talk to y'all about some more pop culture detritus. I'm Annie. I'm Bill. And we're joined this week by my lovely wife,
1: Foley.
2: It's Fo-fo. Foley. Hi yeah. Foley. I'm here. We're the feed th- Three-Headed Dragon, Cerebus. Is it Cerebus? The, the, yeah. Well, is oh,
0: that
1: yeah. Oh, he's not a dragon. He's
2: a dog. He's a, is he a dog.
0: puppy. a yeah.
2: Yeah, puppy dog. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Uh, we are recording this on Friday. You know
2: what? This sounds terrible. I'm going to close the blind because there's so much sun in my face.
0: Yeah. So fall is starting to, to arrive here in Portland, but we're having like the last little bit of sunshine and Bill and hates it. blocking
2: it out as we're recording it's, in it's, a basement. Bill
0: it's
3: hates it. Hiss, hiss. I
2: need to call it the bunker, not the basement because the bunker sounds cooler.
3: <laughs> I don't know if it sounds cooler. <laughs> I keep thinking about service and wanting it to be a corgi oh man Cerebus is a three headed dog three headed corgi that much more kisses
1: yeah
0: Mm -hmm. man I swear to god we keep saying Cerebus and I keep thinking of the uh Mm -hmm. mass effect I okay. think of right. I
2: think of the goddamn comic because it's not Cerebus, it's Cerberus, uh, right? Cerberus. The yeah. the yeah. guy. Yeah. Are we yeah. saying it
0: wrong? Is it actually
2: Cerberus? No, it's Cerberus is because it's it's the same letters but no, just no, mixed no, around no. a little bit. But this Cerberus is no wait. See wait. now we're are we all Fuck. fucked up? Now I just I just I'm shoot myself out. Hey
0: everybody, you we're know what? About this. No, Who's gonna quiz have... us? Who's
2: gonna come up to us on the stream? No,
0: literally the name of the three headed dog or the comic. Everyone listening at home, listening to this garbage podcast, is shaking their fists. So anyway, uh, we're recording here on Friday uh, because Foley and I, Foley and I, had the day off because I'm going to the rodeo this weekend. Yeah,
2: congratulations! Yes, I'm going Are to- you not going, Foley?
0: Oh no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to the Pendleton Roundup. I have not been to a rodeo since I was. A wee bairn, yeah. so this will be interesting. You're gonna have fun. What do you do at a rodeo? Just watch people just You watch all the rodeo action happen.
2: Yeah. Do you popcorn? Like what do you do?
0: Uh I will tell you.
2: Next what do you week? talk with other people about? Like, hey, rodeo.
0: Well, I'm Look going to play fa- yeah, yeah, I'm well, going that's... with my friend Lise and it's really I told her I'm like, this is oh, pure I
2: didn't think what a guy what kind of a guy ogling. Yeah. kind of thing that'd be
0: well you know there's the fantasy <laughs> of what cowboys are well, and then yeah. there's they're actual humans yeah so yeah. you know what, there's least, a lot of camo involved you're gonna get put
2: in a job application for app, or you a rodeo clown
0: oh you know it girl yeah. Mm-hmm. Aww. See, all I know about rodeos is Pee Wee's Big Adventure,
2: <laughs> and all I know is all I have to have. have you got a rent her on now, Annie. I I'm do. just saying, you should change before you have. I out.
0: will. I promise. Oh, you're gonna
2: be there all weekend.
0: It's just gonna be uh, like Saturday. Yeah, or go- Sunday? Yeah, I'm going up Saturday, come back down Sunday. Oh, so okay. yeah, it'll be good. It'll be interesting because the Pendleton Roundup is hu- is huge and notable, and Pendleton is not that big a town. My friend and I decided impulsively that we were gonna go about a month ago, bought tickets, and then had to find a hotel. Yeah. I called some hotels in Pendleton, and I got laughed at. They actually laughed at me. So so where are you going to stay? We're staying at Hermiston, which is about 40 foot minutes away from Pendleton. We're staying at the lowest rated hotel in Hermiston because that was all that was available. Wow. My friend is bringing sheets.
3: You <laughs> may
2: that... never hear from me. This is, this is the thing where, like, I could already see us on the 5 o'clock news where, like, Annie and her myste- mystery really friend just disappeared. I'm
3: worried that I'm going to have to disinfect you. You room.
0: absolutely are. Between the cowboys and the bedbugs, it's going to be bad.
3: <laughs> oh, I didn't think Don't about that, yeah. Don't shit home. Yep. They
0: should have, like, good food, though, because you think they would have, like, barbecue and everything like that. I'm excited. You know what? To be honest with you, as my, I'm looking genuinely looking forward to the rodeo. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing all those beautiful creatures and also the animals, too. That <laughs> was my
2: joke. Thank you. Doesn't for think everyone just eat the animals at the end? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> should not that, how That's not good. The thing
0: is, is that you joke, but I'm used to going to rodeos where there is a cattle, like, oh, there's really? a cattle aspect of it, where there's a cattle sale, like a beef yeah. sale. And I come from So butchers, this is just the performance stuff. Yeah, it's and well, yeah. the butcher, like in my family, they would always put together, they would always raise money and buy one of the prize cows. And then huh. everybody would share cuts of the prize cow. Huh.
2: That's like so how you treat thing. Lego. You go to Lego <laughs> show and then you're kind of looking around to see what who has the best hair pieces. And at uh-huh. the end of the day, you're like, okay, Foley. Okay, after wrangle with Foley for money. Okay, like, you know what? I saw this really good hair piece on this one Lego thing <laughs> over here. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, so we got some, uh, uh, the Series 14 minifigures, which are the Lego mini. Here comes our Lego Minute on the Podcast.
2: Um, Man, we've been consistent. It's been a good, ever since the Lego movie. It's been a pretty solid, yeah. almost every week, at least some <laughs> kind of Lego talk. pretty Lego, awful. Yeah. Granted, we were both into Lego before that. It's not just because of Lego. We're not Lego hipsters, uh-huh. but... Yeah.
0: Um no, so the le- new Lego mini series, uh minifigure series is out, which is season uh series fourteen, which is all like spooky. It's stuff. all monsters, yeah. So it's monsters and like there's there's one dude who's a trick or treater dressed yeah. as a skeleton, which I think is really cute. But yeah, it's it's really charming. Oh, and it's kinda like the karate kid. The other day I went to um Fred Myers and I saw 12 boxes
2: of these. Did they have them on the shelves? Like, 12 boxes? Really? Yeah,
0: I mean, there was like... It was like six, and then they had a stack of unopened ones behind them, and then they had some stacked on top, I'm
2: tempted to go grab some, because, like, it's these... uh, More than any other minifigures, these seem to be the ones that, if you wanted to be one of those asshole adults in the kids section of the toy, uh, toy okay, aisle. This is where I'm
0: going. Feeling the badge. This is where I'm going with this story. This is, so, yeah, <laughs> this would fully, be the easiest batch to do it with. Fully, uh, we, we picked them up the other day and last night fully had to go pick up some fixins for dinner. Yeah. So we're at the grocery store and in the, what, two days between us seeing the 12, there were only seven boxes left. Yeah. So they were fucking going through it. And my goal was twofold. I wanted to get a pirate. Mm -hmm. Because he has a little gray beard. Yeah. Uh, So the series has a werewolf, a pirate. Uh, anyway, I'm going to tell my story while you do look at that. Yeah. Um. Uh. So I wanted the the uh pirate for his great beard, and I wanted the zo- business zombie for his tousled hair because you you specifically want pieces for
2: Benton. You're yeah. not just collecting these blindly. But right.
0: yeah. I mean, I wanted the werewolf for my desk at work.
3: Oh, these are actually really cool.
0: The Yeti so, is my favorite. Yeah. So I uh, I got a Yeti for Foley, and I got a werewolf for my desk at work, and I liked the gargoyle, so I got a gargoyle too. But you. So I was standing there. Oh
2: Yeti! Oh, he looks like Chewbacca. Okay. Yeah.
0: Last night I'm at. Fred Myers and I go to the Lego aisle and there's a little boy. Sta- he's like maybe eleven. Maybe. Uh, standing there and he's feeling the bags too. <laughs> and I'm like, and for a moment, I'm like, I should not. I should leave one. Then I go, fuck it. No, I'm a I'm a 32 year old woman standing in a Lego aisle of a store next to a little boy. Feeling up plastic bags, I'm comfortable with this. And so eventually, I'm like, he's he kind of looks at me and he kind of backs away. And I'm like, I don't want to intimidate this kid. We could say, hey, you can help so him. Well, that's what I said. I said, hey, what are you? Are you looking for one in particular? He's like, yeah, I want the ghost. And and by engaging him even a little bit, I opened the gates of all of his information Aww. about Lego. Yeah, was, how I many people did you get to
2: talk to about this? Have,
0: and it's like I got to see this like a little glimpse of his life because yeah. he's like apparently his dad dropped him off there while his dad went and looked at stuff he's like yeah i want another ghost because i have one at my dad's house but i want to have one at my mom's house too and like blah 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 he's like did you just
1: laugh like huh my parents are still together
0: (laughs) i'm an adult woman and my parents that are still together sent me all my childhood (laughs) like um uh, when i tricked them and told them i wanted it for my godson
2: um so the ghost lego it's a little like drowned lady
0: well there's a banshee and then there's a ghost. Yeah. Wait, is there a ghost? ghost has chains. The Banshee is great because she's got clear Oh, hair. I see.
2: There is a ghost. Oh, okay. So there yeah, is the Banshee.
0: Yeah. It's pretty. It's a pretty great series. Really, What's really is great is, cool. is he's
3: the... a ghost and, and and so you got him the one with the chains and he was actually looking for the Banshee. No, he wasn't. No, I know. Oh, but, was, but it'd was was. be funny that like, I... yeah. Oh, well, no. Here was the really
0: funny thing. We were there for like 10 minutes. Yeah. And the ghost is pretty easy to feel because you feel for the chain. Mm-hmm. The trick with these is that you feel for the accessories. So I got the. Um, oh, the wolf is be easy because the you bone. Feel the bone. Yeah. Right? So it's feeling, <laughs> feeling for that bone through that. We basket, only know this right, we, Yeah,
2: we're looking at the. Just yeah, we, just we've just got, feel got feel the insert. Too.
0: No. I accidentally <laughs> the got we're the Frankenstein old. because I thought his electric guitar was uh, the the pirate sword. That was yeah. kind of
2: boring. oh really? Because the Frankenstein's one of the ones I'd be I'd be shooting for, dude.
0: I got a Frankenstein. i will bring it to you, can, it you it next time I see well, you. Well, if you don't friends. want it, oh, I well don't this want is the other
2: thing because I ordered really. I oh.
3: don't What? Why would I use that for Ben? Here's ben the, ben the ben guitar? Ben. No. Do so they not have bat-shaped electric guitars in Ben? <laughs> no.
0: The Wild West? So, uh But the thing is, is that this kid for the ten minutes that we're up there filling up pieces, and I feel my way through a box.
2: It's funny every I know, time. Just weird, I know. Yeah. Any any story this with boy, children and feelings this and touching is always going to be. This little boy is, is just touching
0: be. this one bag over he the was bag. so nervous. I walked up and he was holding. He keeps feeling it over and over. Again. He's like, I think this is a gargoyle. No, I think it's a ghost. No. I think it's a gargoyle. No, it's a cheerleader. And just like,
2: He's just fixated I, on this one bag. I handed yeah. him the
0: bag. I'm like, this is a ghost if you want a ghost. I hand it to him. He's like, okay. And then he starts feeling it. And he goes, I think it's a banshee. I'm like, nope, it's a ghost. No ki- like, Yeah. I actually, at some point, I was that asshole. Dual. I was like, no, you can feel right here. You can feel it's a chain. And I kind of isolated the chain in the bag and handed it to him so he could feel it. He just kind of stares not at me and past me. He's like. Yeah, and then five minutes later, I think it's the Banshee, and I'm like, uh huh. right dude, kid. He was, and then his dad comes up, and it turns out is, the kid
2: just wanted to draw, the parents to divorce. Out, like, his, we can't. His kid kid, is, a kid, his
0: kid is haunting the whole the aisle. So anyway, I hooked that kid up with a ghost because I'm an angel. From oh, so friend. he did take the
2: bag. He did. Oh, okay.
0: He talked his dad to buying it both. So the two bags he had been following. Cause that's an eight dollar
2: investment. They're four bucks a piece. Yeah, they ain't cheap. I uh speaking of Lego uh for us VIP members, mm-hmm. for people don't know that means very important person, <laughs> which means I'm special to someone at the Lego company. Uh, you I'm have a, a Lego you, VIP you have an account
3: manager. Yeah, you yeah. are like little Billy. <laughs> when I was
2: flying on on my private plane to Bermuda, they wrote <laughs> me up and say, "Hey, Bill." Lego Winter Toy Shop is open two weeks available because we, we we we, are we trust you, Bill. We know <laughs> we're not we know you're not going to abuse this, right. this early That's access right. by like by like buying like two of these and putting uh, them all on on the eBay. Right. We're gonna let you buy one Lego uh, Winter Village set yep. and one Star Wars Advent Calendar yeah. and maybe a complete series of, of of all sixteen Lego fourteen. Wait, can series? you buy
0: just a whole series?
2: No, but I did buy. How
0: many? There's there
2: fourteen of these? I think sixteen of these in the set. Mm-hmm. I bought sixteen. Still. Just so I thought if I'm gonna collect, if I'm gonna get all the this things, this is true. This is a cool set. So, I will. well, dude, I will. That you- was sixty dollars though, just to buy, yeah. just to throw it out for sixty, and you know half of those are gonna be doubles anyway. But I figure whatever I have left over, I give to you. Uh, one like uh Daniel Grumpy Turtle. He also collects, uh, yeah. So I can give them the voice stuff. Yeah, we off we to know him. enough nerds that exactly. That's yeah. So well, I got. I actually
0: I got like I, do I like, got. I got the cat lady. And I'll give you that. I got the
3: Frankenstein guy. See, I,
2: I love the idea of just having yeah. all these fingers pop. because I've got all my goddamn Lego stuffs in cases now. And I, I love to populate them with like weird little cat people but, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. What, you
3: put a fly in your uh, winter village there. Yeah, just if for, you get a spare oh, fly. Oh, the a monster Christmas set. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. You're allowed to celebrate the holidays. Yeah. If you get an extra fly, Brenna really wants one. See,
2: that's yeah. what I'm saying. We know people like, yeah, uh, the monster set of any of the sets we could easily force yeah. off mm-hmm. doubles too. So cool. yeah. So I dropped like two, on the Lego feel. shop. How was VIP? I had to live up to that. Yeah, this is the thing. I'm worried that they're going to reze- uh, re- reject my VIP status if I don't <laughs> spend enough. Th- if they, if they, if they think my stocks have dropped. My influence has waned. They're like, he's not very important anymore. <laughs> So I, mean, I had I'm proud of you to you
0: for not buying the Temple of Air Jitsu, though I never
2: should have told you about you that. You never. Well, you know what? I just got the catalog the and other it's day too. Right so it's on the cover. It is the centerpiece yeah. thing, and like of course the centerpiece thing is oh we have this little shadow puppet theater in the oh, back. So goodness. I would have seen it like I. You know what? I would have been on the toilet reading the catalog <laughs> when I saw that. If that were my first experience, I would have shat a little bit harder. <laughs> so you saved me that at least exactly. Speaking of catalogs, Mm -hmm. you know it's that time of year. The air is getting a little cooler, a little bit crisper. Just in time for the arrival of the Swiss Colony
3: catalog. Yeah. yeah, not
2: the Christmas one; it's the fall catalog. Oh my God! Pumpkin,
3: yeah. spice, and everything nice. Yeah,
2: this year they have little cake balls that uh, they have pumpkin cake yeah, balls shaped cute. like pumpkins, and then they have apple ones shaped like apples. What? I hate
3: pumpkin oh. stuff,
2: but I love apples. Those are apple that's cute. I was actually kind of tempted. You got
3: fucking weird ass turkeys. <laughs> those are some gross. You got well turkeys. now. There's because that says "Give Thanks." You sh- could make what could you a make that say? Course. I know. Give yeah,
2: Thanks. Well, Swiss Colony. So it's it's such a Christmas thing that they're trying to like branch out to like Easter and Thanksgiving, too, and trying to like have like more themed. Yeah, I'm surprised they I have, have like a Fourth of July catalog.
3: Oh, OK, because I can now see them having
2: good. like a little red, white and blue petty fours and stuff.
3: So I'm intrigued by the caramel pecan swirl. <laughs> I think that a deep dish pecan pie is wrong. Yeah. Fundamentally wrong. How so? I don't know. I don't think that there should be that much goo on the bottom. Deep dish things are raw. Oh, that is true.
2: Looking at that it is mostly goo on the bottom. Yeah. Cause you think like there should mm-hmm. be more even mixture of the pecans I and want... the goo that it's suspended in.
3: I'm going to regret saying this. I want mad nuts. <laughs> just, like, so... Well, Annie's been touching kids bags. You want mad nuts. <laughs>
2: We've all oh, had a lengthy boy. week. Oh, um, well, mm. Speaking of mad nuts, you guys have not ca- ca- caught up anymore in Great British Bake Off? No. Okay, I'll have to give you guys new episodes so we, c- so we you, can talk please. about stuff. Mm-hmm. Because, man, fucking my people, my chosen people. Yeah, that no, it was good. good. I, it's the two brown people. I'm voting for it. Sure, it's, yeah. it's Nadia and yeah. Tamal. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. like, they, they're but still too- coasting. Spoilers, Great British Bake Off, they're still coasting on. Okay, good. They're yeah. shedding white people. <laughs> yeah! With get, get rid of them
3: whiteies. Uh, that would be exciting, actually. Yeah.
1: We're really totally
2: like caught Maddie. up here at the house, because you guys finished, you guys gorged yourselves in great, great, uh, great British Bake Off when I mm-hmm. when I downloaded all the episodes oh, last the, year. The,
3: the, all of them. Well, the yeah, but yeah. now we
2: finally caught up, too. We finally finished season four, which is the last one we hadn't finished, seeing, so we just wrapped that up this week. So we are officially caught up. Now we're watching the episodes as they come out. Yeah, yeah. we have no extra Great British Bake Off left, so, oh, no. you know, we've sucked all fair, the marrow out of those bones. To be fair,
3: you always have extra Bake Off. You just rewatch it. That's true. You just mind, you Did
0: y'all watch the
3: what was it called? The Masterclass. Bonus
0: masterclass? Master class. Did y'all watch? all We the have a couple classes?
2: episodes of that, but not all of it yet. Yeah. But like, but you know, that is nice to see because the master is they actually like you know it's the judges actually yeah. making some of the stuff that the yeah. contestants yeah. were forced to make. So it's yeah. kind of nice to see what their advice for making the perfect this or the perfect that is. Yeah. And but that's nice. What, it's more yeah. content, but it's not right. quite you know it's you know, not it's, it's not, not the competition GBBO. aspect. It's yeah. more instruct. It's more like an actual like watching a cooking show. Right. Whereas yeah, GBBO is you know. You've I do love them
1: bitching
3: at each other. Yeah, like, they, 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 they yeah. snark at each yeah, other. Yeah, when, 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 when hey. Mary's all like, you're messy, and they Paul's each like, each yeah, shut up, old woman. Well, there, on the most recent episode, there's one, somebody fucked up
2: a pie or something like that, and they baked uh, the bottom too much. I think it was like a fruitcake or something okay. like that. And Mary's like, oh, it's it's a little dark, but it's not burnt, and it's not bitter. And then Paul Hollywood he takes a bite, shakes his head, and said, "It's burnt and it's bitter." And oh, he just walks away. Oh. And then uh, Sue's just like he just he just uh, jerks her thumb at Paul and goes, "You know what?" To the contestant, you know he's the one who's better. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, oh, oh, his bottoms bigger. Yeah, he's yeah. just toasty. I didn't realize his marriage got all fucked up. Oh, Paul Hollywood, did you hear about There's this? There's an opening.
3: I don't. Let's go get him. <laughs>
2: Shut up. No. Because did you spoil this for Rupert's Bake Off? But, like, he was stopping, like, co-host for another show that he was working on. Right. Oh. So his wife left him. And did you hear the whole thing about how he was I don't like, no, any drama? There I'm were rumors that, that he and Ruby no, from the fourth no, season that, that we just ha- finished. No. no, but that she came out as gay, and so she was like, yeah. oh, fuck you. And then on Twitter, she was like, oh, fuck you to everyone who thought I wanted to stop Paul Hollywood. Yeah. And then Paul Hollywood was on Twitter was like, why did you have to bring my name up into this? I didn't yeah. do anything. I
3: was just like an innocent,
2: innocent victim here. I never yeah. tried to. I don't know. It's kind of a funny thing.
0: Yeah,
3: Bill's in on the on the D. Bill
0: oh my payment. God! How we have I never thought about private this? Lives a private lives, the private. Annie, yes. should
2: we pull our resources? Uh-huh. We're gonna combine everything here What we've been talking about for the last ten minutes into a giant mixing pot. Great British Bake Off tent. Lego set.
0: I'm. Sh- Someone did it. Somebody Someone did, did it? it. Yeah. Did we talk about it on the show before? No, but I'll find out. I this food stuff. it. Because I It was. It was a, like a couple ago. of seasons ago that people did it. Really? I'll find it. Yeah. You keep imagine being able to like. <laughs> it was for the season with what's her name, your favorite lady, Joe. Was it a Joe season?
2: It wasn't okay. something they actually showed on the show itself, no, though, right? It was a nerd. It
0: was but a it'd be kind of small. Thing and you know. It has to be big enough to fit all the contestants in their Well, it doesn't have to be, and... as long
2: as you could just be the empty set. And you, like, the contestants could be, like, Frankenstein. <laughs> there we Cat go. Cat Lady, Venus Flytrap uh-huh. Face. Uh-huh. Well, as no. long as you have, like, Paul Hollywood, Mary Berry, and the two hosts. Oh, that's the other thing we watched this week, so we didn't realize Mel and Sue who are the two comedic hosts of the Great British Bake Off, uh, they've been uh, a comedy duo for 27 yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, JoJo was looking up uh, researching them stuff. They used to write for Absolutely F- uh, Fabulous yeah. back in the day uh because we were looking up youtube clips and they both show up on that show together yeah and we we're like oh
3: my god oh my god, i need to rewatch it then. that's they yeah. were
2: writers for that show they showed yeah. up they performed a couple times and oh man foley showed me a picture of oh that is super cute of a lego great british bake-off oh it's kind of like a, a cutaway of the bake-off
3: tent yeah Oh, that's fucking it, cute it's full size it's got all the oh, oh my yeah. god it's got, it's got all the, all the little baking tables
2: and, and everything like that
3: yeah so then that's great because then the ones the characters that you don't like that you make you can it's actually got Chetna right there oh yeah. really and oh can, so it's like last season stuff Yeah. you can straight you just flick the people you don't like off. oh
0: my gosh I like that it has the judging table of for yeah. Paul and, and uh, Mary
3: that it's is really super cute.
2: goddamn cute
3: yeah there's Chetna you, looking at her stuff was that oh my something? god that's <laughs> Louie and Richard aw poor friends anyway Bill tell me about the American
0: Experience Walt Disney
3: Documentary. Did you watch this? No. PBS had you.
2: a four-hour documentary about Walt Disney that aired this week yeah. as part of their American Experience uh, thing. And it's really good. It's funny because I heard that the, like PBS was going to have a documentary about Walt Disney. Mm. and It was going to be in two parts. And I thought it was only going to be two hours long, and so mm. I watched the first night. And it got to the point where like he just starts uh, like like designing uh, Mickey Mouse. He invents Mickey Mouse, and it gets to the end of the first hour. I'm like, wow, oh, this is only two hour documentary. They're yeah. they're, they're kind of cutting, they're taking kinda their time. Cu- <laughs> yeah. You're kind of taking the time with it. It's, just like, it's like, oh no, it's actually two hours. And the next night it's going to huh. be two hours, four hours altogether. But for being a four hour documentary about Walt Disney about one guy, it's actually a really breezy documentary. Um, you know, they touch upon it's it's interesting. I don't know if if, if it's because it's PBS or something like, like that, but. It's the most critical uh, documentary I've ever seen about Walt Disney that actually hmm. seems to be put together with the uh, uh, with the help of uh, the Disney company because they have all these clips from Disney movies and cartoons and mm-hmm. stuff in it. Because mm-hmm. uh, usually most documentaries about Walt Disney, whenever they talk about Sleeping Beauty, <laughs> like they cut to like a generic like like fake drawing of Sleeping right, Beauty right. like they can't show the stuff that they're talking about yeah. so it's, Interesting. and so this has like super HD it's, it's obviously footage from all the recent Blu-ray releases of all these uh-huh. di- and like it's ch- that's one of the reasons why it's for it's four hours long is because they keep on cutting to examples of talking about like the creation of this and how this right. was done and the special effects for Pinocchio and stuff and yeah it keeps on showing you actual examples mm-hmm. of stuff And but they actually do talk about how Walt Disney was super anti-labor yeah. uh, anti-union about yeah. how he threw a fit when, it, when his studio so, like, unionized. They, they unionized in 1941, yeah. drove crazy. Uh, all the fucked up shit that went on with uh, uh, Song of the South. Yeah. How kind of fucked up racist that was yeah. by accident. Because, like, they talk about, like, when he decided he was going to do Song of the South, he had the foresight to go to a bunch of people wh- who were experts on race relations and mm-hmm. say, okay, I'm thinking about making this Uncle Remus shit into a movie. Yeah. What should or should I not do to <laughs> piss people off? Well, and so one of the, one of the yeah, things of advice was specifically, don't have ex-slave people uh-huh. sing and zippity doo da about how great it is to be, like, working <laughs> on a white people's plantation. Uh-huh. Yeah. What does Walt Disney do? He turns on my Xbox for some reason. Wow. <laughs> the Xbox just... It's- heard you he say zippity-doo-dah. <laughs> zippity doo we will turn on your Xbox. Fuck, turn off Xbox. Fuck you, Xbox. Anyway.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he just... That,
2: I mean, obviously, but that's what he did in the movie. He, yeah. like, he rejected all these experts' advice about racial shit. Yeah. And said, I'll follow my own instincts. And well, he produced the a movie thing. that is can no longer be shown to anybody. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yeah. That's the thing with most people who... Who feel that they could maybe be doing something racist? It's hard to be told no. Yeah, do funny thing that she like, was going yeah, on? Yeah,
3: yeah, that that it's that's hard
0: to racist. be told, and you decided to do a thing. Not yeah, a to lot of people
2: could learn from Walt Disney's example from like sixty years ago. Yeah. Like, just because you're a white guy, does not make you an expert on race relations in this country. Did you see the thing um, from Project Greenlight this week? By the way, no.
0: Damon splaining is now trending. So this Project Greenlight is still that show that goes on. That's Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. And the I
2: heard something about this.
0: Where they where they like pick somebody's project and they make it into a movie and stuff like that. Okay. And uh, so it's like a reality TV show. And it's this room full of dudes talk white dudes talking about this script and um, they're trying to or like they're trying to pick a, a pick someone. And the one black lady in the room says. Just be cognizant that in this play, in this movie, in the script you're gonna do, the only kind black character is a prostitute and who's like something is happening to her is like you may want to pick a director who will be able to cast and direct that with sensitivity. Yeah. Just be conscious of that, yeah. is all she says. And, Don't basically, all uh... Disney. and and Matt Damon just goes, that uh, diversity is not behind the camera. Diversity is what you decide to put on the camera. Whoa. Essentially. And then explains diversity to her. And then these great gifts and this lady's reaction, like just basically like ah.
2: There's been a lot of especially in, in the I wake have. of Ferguson, there's been yeah. so many great like uh gifts and clips from news features where they will oh, interview yeah. like a bunch of minorities and they yeah. have the other white people explaining to the black people like yeah. why this shit is not fucked up. And you see yeah. all the black people just being like the fuck are you talking about? Whereas <laughs> the white people are always like, I'm curious, like, yeah, they're doober. always.
3: You could pause them anywhere; they're they're hilarious. And it's
2: also gender stuff because I've seen also yeah. stuff too, where you have like like
3: catcalling, go- mansplaining yeah. to guys,
2: uh, to to ladies, and ladies are just sitting there. And so it's not purely racial stuff, but yeah, that's yeah. hilarious. It's, Matt Damon, what are you doing? Oh, Matt Damon, and you can tell that.
0: Well, the interesting thing that I read somewhere is that like this show is ultimately this sh- this clip is from something that's produced by Matt Damon, so it's like Matt Damon. Was he either so blind to his, what oh, he, he was did come across. that yeah. he put it out there? Or that, was he so Matt oblivious Damon. to the fact that that is not, maybe you don't necessarily, mm-hmm. like, you listen to people's experience, you kind of let them be where they yeah! are? Yeah! Or, did, like, this one person was like, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he fucked up and he put it out there to start a dialogue around this yeah. thing. But I was like, you're cute. <laughs> cute that's funny. anyway uh bill tell me about mario maker pal
1: yeah
2: mario is so good oh uh for also people who want to check out that uh uh that disney documentary the yeah. crazy thing is it's available online for free if you just go to like the uh go to pbs I'm just typing oh, walt no, disney it's no, no, no.
3: awesome pbs has always done that learned. i knew they would have clips but i didn't realize they would actually like yeah. especially
2: for a four-hour documentary yeah. like it's just free to watch public broadcast uh, also you can download from itunes for like four bucks too, i had if the you just flu like, really
3: bad once and learned that pbs does that because documentaries are See, awesome. See,
2: and I love... Because as a kid, I, I watched the shit out of PBS. That's mm-hmm. another one of the things, not just even the Disney stuff, but I forgot about PBS documentaries. Yeah. For people overseas, we have a lot of overseas listeners. For people don't know, PBS is our public broadcasting yeah. system. It's like what you guys would call... Uh, what do they it's have? The, 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 the BBC? BBC? I guess that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> what? do we have...
0: Okay, great. Well, now we've made <laughs> ourselves accessible to American viewers and British viewers. <laughs> Austria?
1: What does Australia <laughs> have? The Mighty <laughs> Koala well, that,
3: Network? Oh, Oh, no! What?
2: (laughs) Hello? (laughs) Yes? Yes? Hi, Steve. I'm in the middle of recording a podcast. Can I get back in touch with you? Okay, cool. Thank you. Okay. That is Steve from New Step. He's the guy who's trying to sell me on a new, what's it called? The exercise equipment? What? I'm hulking <laughs> out.
1: I watched uh, the Avengers: Age of Ultron. And I was like, I be that. That. I have
2: some purple shorts.
1: Yeah, I have some purple.
2: I can get so big that I cannot physically have sex with Scarlett Johansson. That <laughs> we have an argument about how my penis is too large, and I would split her in half. Wow, I need to watch Age of Ultron. It's that's kind awesome. of insinuated in the scene that that's what inspired me. <laughs> wow. Anyway, I have been one if I Hulk out big enough, I could just dip my penis in green paint and send pictures to... to no, to don't. To your don't, hands. Don't, don't, and if she says don't. no, I will fulfill my duty. it'll be like recreating no, that secret don't
3: send dick pics to anyone.
2: No, but there's an elliptical. I'm, I'm thinking about buying an elliptical machine. Did I mention this on the podcast before? Yeah. You guys are welcome to come over and check it out if you want. You, I, are you going for it? I'm thinking about it. In fact, actually, if we were not recording the podcast, that call right there would probably be saying yes, but it's going to cost $6,000. It's hard. This is the thing. Me and Annie (laughs) have talked on the podcast before about how it sucks to go out and exercise for fat people. Yeah. What? $6,000 of what it costs to get To to bring the exercise equipment to you If you don't feel like going up And like I'm going to exercise I'm going to be the fat guy exercise in front of a a bunch of people Especially me I don't have a car or anything like that So it's even harder for me To get out to a gym or anything like that So I'm thinking about having Like a big elliptical machine Delivered to the house I'm thinking about it
0: If nothing else The onus of having spent $6,000 on it May motivate you to actually That's the
2: other
3: thing
0: $6,000
3: clothes dryer (laughs) But
2: that's the thing That's $6,000 I've never spent $6,000 on anything uh, in my life uh Yeah I could buy a car for that much.
3: Yeah, six okay. thousand. What kind of car would six thousand dollars buy Mad Max. you? Max. Really?
2: See, that's, an so that's even kind of like that's the <laughs> wrong answer because now I'm gonna that would be <laughs> to find a Mad
3: Max car, my sweet sweet interceptor, yeah, then, like, yeah.
2: That's the thing. Well, also like Matt, like that could that could pay off for a whole trip to Disneyland. Yeah. But then again, an exercise, anything that would uh make it easy for me to get off my yeah. ass and get to do exercise. Yeah. Without saying like, cause I have a recumbent bike and the recumbent yeah. bike is fine, but it, you know it rains for nine months out of the year in Portland, yeah. so it's hard yeah. to use that. Yeah. And like I said, if I don't want to get like embarrass myself like by going out and doing exercise at a gym. hmm. Like, that's... I'm thinking about it, so... Yeah. But still, that's $6,000. Yeah. And I have that much money just because I made enough money off the Studio Ghibli stuff. It's rare that I have this mu- this much money to burn, but it's still, yeah. like... I'm having sure. to get out my ass and get the courage to say yes. Yeah, I will. I will spend six thousand dollars on this. I will spend uh, dr- drop a couple hundred bucks for not only delivery but installation and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, um, yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> Hopefully by ne- this next week, I'll be the proud owner of a new elliptical machine.
1: Yeah,
0: but, yeah we'll see. Just give yourself like you got you got to do like thirty minutes a day. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking.
2: Yeah. Uh, just to get the blood pumping. Yeah, look, uh, like this whole this said, oh. The, started with me opening a can of soda (laughs) i need to do something to offset that Mm -hmm. a little bit so bill tell me about mario maker mario maker's so good it's it's it may actually be one of the greatest games ever made. Really? Just because it's Mario. Yeah. And then you can make Mario. It's infinite Mario. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, everyone, because you can go online and people, everyone in the world's making levels. And yeah. there's only like, there's already pre-baked stages that you can play in the game. There's a whole thing where you can unlock new costumes to play sure. as. Yeah. Because uh, there's the whole thing where, like, if you scan in an amiibos in the game, that will unlock costumes in the game. So instead of just playing as Mario, you can play as Yoshi. You can play as, okay. like, any of these other Nintendo characters. Hmm. Or if you don't want to buy those amiibos, you can go through, the, there's a whole bunch of, like, stages put together. It's actually creator creator design stages mm-hmm. that they link together to kind of create a fake Mario game. And if you beat that Mario game, you unlock hmm. uh, more costumes and stuff uh, to use in the maker mode, which is kind of interesting. But no, it is it is goddamn cute. You guys don't have any in... You guys don't really care much about... There's
0: a fucked up mad squirrel outside your window.
2: <laughs> <laughs> squirrels are pissed because all the birds are
3: leaving. Because it's south. Yeah. I was flying south. Yeah.
2: Man, it's been a couple of days now. I keep on hearing geese flying south.
3: Yeah, and buddy. It's like, man,
2: it's- it's coming.
0: Winter mm-hmm. is coming. Gotta stock up on all your Mario's Christmas for the winter.
2: Is I gotta get it. see this, I gotta get an elliptical though. because Swiss rolls are coming. <laughs> Swiss colony's coming. Cake is coming. Thanksgiving right. is coming.
3: Swiss rolls are coming. <laughs>
2: Everyone getting fat <laughs> yeah. Everyone's so horrified Because they know They can't like Keep themselves From eating yeah. the Swiss and Roll But they're gonna be it, coming like, okay. A
0: critical mass Of Swiss Rolls Would be terrifying
3: Yeah They're pressing
0: In your window they
3: yeah. like, you smashing They're coming live. From the north They're Drowning coming From the wall. In Swiss roll. Rolls Live on, on the podcast Batman, Mary Berry Throwing Swiss Rolls <laughs> At people Man I still
2: love The fact that we Actually had a slice Life slicing Of the animal Swiss Roll Here <laughs> from Swiss Colony Last yeah. year yeah. On the podcast uh-huh. Uh huh Yeah Forest Friends That's what it was Oh but yeah Mario Maker is just... It's really interesting, too, because, like, it's the latest entry in Nintendo's legacy of kind of giving programming power to players. Because mm-hmm. uh, Nintendo's always had this weird kind of thing where they like like for the Super Nintendo they had a game called Mario Paints. Yeah. That yeah. let you draw pictures and make like essentially what was like little animated looping GIFs so you could yeah. make music and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Nintendo's always had this weird way of kind of like 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 letting you create stuff sure. with some of its games. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a WarioWare game mm-hmm. where they let you design the mini games that you actually play within the game. The game came with mini games so you could play it I just as a straight up uh, wear Warrior Warrior game but then on top of that you could also design your own uh, 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 mini games and actually even upload them so, uh, so other people can play which is really nice and yeah with this like it just like kind of like another I don't know it's just Nintendo is being like an ultimate good in the gaming industry in terms of like like even, like making stages really makes you appreciate the creative uh, decision yeah. you had to make just to make a basic Mario game 30 yeah. years ago in terms yeah. of like okay if you give if, if you give the player access to a fire flower in this part of the stage, but you need them to be able to, like, jump on this enemy to get to the, another part of the stage, you have to make sure that enemy is fireproof so they don't actually kill that yeah, thing with a yeah. frou- fire flower. Yeah. So you have to make sure it's, like, a buzzy beetle as opposed to, like, a normal Koopa that can be killed by fire. Right. And like, just, like, little weird stuff like that. It's yeah. really... <laughs> it's just super cute. And the presentation is fantastic. Yeah. When you first start off the game... Uh, it just it literally just dumps you in a random creative stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like you can touch like oh, the the word Super Mario Make, you touch different parts, will like spawn different enemies into the stage. Oh, even even before you've touched anything, you can like it's playful. Uh, yeah. the interface instead of being super hyper, too intricate for its own good, it's got like. It's got cute little cartoon characters that do this and do that, and like all weird little Easter eggs buried in the yeah. menu for this. So it's not yeah. like overwhelmingly difficult to understand what it is that you're doing. Oh, so it's not
3: like mm-hmm. Little Big Planet. Yeah,
2: yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, whereas Little Big Planet was like super. Here are it all met the well.
0: tools, and you just kind of get overwhelmed.
3: And, by. And what's his face, uh, Fry I mean, and Laurie? Stephen, Stephen Fry. Stephen Fry explained all the tools to you. But it was still too much. But it was so yeah. much.
2: Yeah, this is not nearly as powerful because yeah. you're not like in that one. You can actually create like AI logic. Well, see, and that's stuff. the
0: thing. I feel like the ambition in here is just to make a good Mario level. Yeah. yeah. Versus, and that's kind of or what they sell yeah. you on the fantasy of where yeah. a little big
2: planet's like. I'm gonna make. I can make anything. I can make a pinball game
0: where or it's like top-down
3: shooter.
2: No, so no,
0: make a Mario level. Here's Mario. Like, here's yeah. stages. Yeah. You can
2: may have different themes. You can make it like Mario One or Mario Three or Super Mario right. World, but. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's been rumors... Be- well, this game came out because it's the 30th anniversary of Mario. It's Zelda's 30th anniversary in six months. Mm. And so everyone's been like, well, why don't you just do a Zelda maker? Mm. And, the- and uh, Miyamoto and stuff have come out and said... That is... Believe me, that's the first thing we thought of, too. But, like, there's yeah. so much Mario stage... Or Zelda dungeons are so more complicated yeah. than just yeah. making a Mario stage. Yeah, They're like, that's not a bad idea, but we're not quite sure how to like it wouldn't be as easy as putting together Mario Maker yeah. and like ex- explaining to creators how to make these stages it's yeah. it's, it's like it's sure. a the whole different kind of thing going on it's it's right. not quite the, the same simple thing but yeah. yeah Mario Maker just by itself though it's definitely if you're going to buy a Wii U it's definitely a system system seller yeah system seller my yeah. question
0: for you is one of the things one of my issues with Little Big Planet which is to be fair the only game I've played where it was console based find user generated content yeah. um it was really hard to find levels that were good, because it's like, you had... Yeah,
2: there's something going on like that here, too.
0: Like, it was really easy to find gimmicky levels, and it was really easy to find really hard levels, but it was hard to find, like, any sort of curated...
2: So, in this, what you do... Like, well, there's a whole thing. When you first start off the game, there's two menu options. Either make or play. Make you know just dump, dumps you right into the into the level editor, sure. and it dumps you into a pre-baked level that you can start editing, or you can clear everything out and just start essentially with a blank slate. So mm-hmm. that's kind of nice. Uh, but if you hit play, they send you to one option is the 100 Mario uh, course thing, which is uh, they'll choose up to 16 random creator. Uh, created stages for you to try to get through with one hundred Mario lives, hmm. and that's that's essentially the single player version of this game. Where that's if you beat those sixteen stages, that's when yeah. you start unlocking costumes and extra stuff for the for the Maker mode.
0: Interesting. Um,
2: or you go to either Course World or or, or Maker World. A uh, course world just like dumps you into the menu where you just see whatever the most recent, most popular uh, stages are. Okay. A maker world just shows you the people making the game. So you can kind of see which who who's most popular now. And then you can kind of look into their Interesting. stages. Interesting. So essentially you go into the content. You can either look at the courses or look at the people making the courses, yeah. which is kind of nice. Essentially you're going to end up at the same content. But right, it's just two right. different ways. Yeah. Two different directions you're attacking it from. Interesting. And so it's nice too because like you can start just randomly playing stages from there. But you could also share, essentially, friends codes that if you create and upload gotcha. a stage, it'll generate a code that, you know, if you put it on Twitter or just, like, send an email saying, hey, uh, put in this code, check out my stage. Uh, once you've put in that code and checked out that, that person's stage, you have the option to follow them.
1: Nice. So,
2: essentially, you create your own friends That's list really within nice. Mario Maker. Yeah. It's weird that they don't let you... Because uh, you have a friends list on the Wii U. Yeah. It's weird that they just don't let you say, oh, hey. What
1: are my friends doing? What are my
2: friends making? Yeah. Like, you'll have to go through Twitter or, or Facebook or whatever <laughs> and get a code from them. And then you can start following them. It's not just like, it's not on the top level where you could start following people yeah. that you know in real life or like within... But it's, it's, so from that point of view, I mean, Nintendo's always always had issues with online stuff yeah. and social stuff and making it easy for you to follow people. So yeah. this kind of inherits some of that kind of mm-hmm. wonkiness. But no, it's, like I said, it's really good. It's super goddamn cute. It's just, it's an Infinite
1: Mario! Yeah. yeah.
3: Aside from
2: that, um, it is hard to find good stages because, like I said, most of the stages that float up to the top are gimmicky stages where it's either, like, way too fucking difficult, or it's stages where it's auto-scrolling, where, it, like, they'll specifically say, don't touch anything, you're just, like, on a moving platform, wow. and it'll play, like, Mario music, and, like, yeah. there's, like, little music notes, or yeah, yeah. a little bit, a little crazy, you're essentially flying through a crazy machine that does kind of crazy yeah. stuff, but you're not really playing anything, yeah. and those are still the most top-voted stages, so yeah. when you go into the course world, that's this first stuff being thrown at you, because that's yeah. the most popular stuff, because people are idiots. But, it is, it'll be interesting to see as this game evolves over the next couple of weeks to see if more, like, real Mario stages kind of rise to the yeah. top. Yeah. Is there th-
0: not, like, a tag system?
2: Or not yet. That? You mm-hmm. can vote on people's stages. You can give them a gold star. You can comment on people's stages mm-hmm. to give them feedback. Yeah. And if you upload a stage, uh, you can look to see where people have died in the stage. You can see how many people who have, who have attempted your stage have actually cleared it. So, like, Dark so you can Souls. kind of <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. Like, so at like least Mario you... Dark Souls. So, at least you can get kind of, like, player feedback like statistics in terms of like how people are faring with your stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's no real way to filter through like don't show me anything that says gimmicky or autoplay or don't yeah, touch yeah. a button ah. yet. So, I don't know.
0: It's it's those are hard things to in- program into. But
2: so. This is still when they first announced that they were going to have a Mario game where you can make your own stages. I assumed like the the creator tools will be very limited that you'd be able to create very tiny stages, mm-hmm. and no, then you can make full size Mario stages. They have most of all the enemies and weapons and power ups and stuff from all the Mario games. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have anything from Mario Two in there. They don't have um, there's some like missing things from some of the other games like. Just, like, weird random stuff. So, like, people have been trying to create, like, perfect recreations of, like, Super Mario World stages. Yeah. But there's a couple, like, they don't have any of the suits from Mario Brothers 3. Hmm. Um there's some weird random stuff but it seems like uh, Nintendo's been very aggressive in the last couple of years with DLC for all of these games oh, yeah. so I'm sure over the course of the next year they're going to be dropping all kinds of well, yeah. especially they announced that like their Nintendo's big winter game was going to be Star Fox coming out this December that got yeah. delayed till next year oh. so they pretty much have Mario Maker and that's it for the rest of the year <laughs> yeah, well, so they're pretty much obligated like, to try to keep on yeah. like saying hey guys Mario Maker yeah. we drop we, we, here's the, for give us two bucks and we'll like we'll drop in like the Mario 3 huh. st- like frog costume in the new Costume and stuff, so I'm assuming that'll that'll probably happen around Christmas or something. But (laughs) it's good if you like Mario. If you got a total boner for Mario, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't have a total boner for Mario, at least it's still cute. Yeah, but
0: it's interesting because I don't. I want. I can see how that could be a easy sell to gamers, Mm -hmm. and but a hard sell to just like a casual. Like, because I'll be frank, I, as a video game player, am not super interested in making my own content. It just takes a lot of time and a lot of effort to do something good, and I don't have that that attention. I just want to play a game. So, like, I would not... See, with me,
2: all I want to do is create a Mario stage. I don't have to create multiple stages. Yeah. I created one Goonies-inspired level. Yeah. And that's... I've played some other people's stages, but, like... All I need... I dropped 50 bucks. All I wanted to... I can say in all earnesty now, I've created a Mario stage. I've uploaded yeah. it. Other people have played it. I can die happy. <laughs> and, like, I was, I'll still continue with the game, but I, as soon as I was finished with that save, I went right back to Metal Gear Solid.
0: Yeah. yeah Just because was, I was like... Tell, tell us about your Metal Gear experience, my friend. Metal Gear! Tell me about what Big oh! Boss is doing. Everybody is freaking out about Metal Gear on Twitter. Because uh, Metal Gear's legitimately fun.
2: Yeah. I mean, any. I, I've talked about this for the last couple of weeks, but, like, I got to the... I've gotten far enough into the game that there's all kinds of story spoilers. It's hard for me to talk about stuff without spoiling stuff. But there is a cool like mechanic in the game where aside from the action stuff you're doing, like just like, you know, killing and sneaking around stuff, Mm -hmm. there's this whole Animal Crossing style Base mechanic Where like mm-hmm. Everything you're stealing And Fultoning In the real world Like you're setting up With balloons Ends up back at this base That you're slowly building up. they the game Bill said that
0: casually So I'm gonna point out To people who maybe Aren't familiar with this yeah. There is a core mechanic In Metal Gear Solid 5 Where you take enemies Or items Or creatures From the world Attach a Fulton device Which it's is a, a balloon, balloon.
2: Jet powered balloon No less Not just normal But jet like They can shoot up In the sky like, And that t- not only Is it's spirits away from the level
0: and sends it back to your base and then yeah. it
2: becomes an asset for your reason and your so after a while you'll have like hundreds of soldiers at your base all of them that you've kidnapped which is <laughs> extra hilarious well the game actually says that like big ba- big boss the character you're playing as is, is so charismatic yeah that just by his simply having the honor of having been kidnapped by big boss mm-hmm. all these people you're kidnapped are suddenly like on your side even I, though like I'm,
0: if i <laughs> ever play this we're gonna call our squad uh sons of stockholm yeah, you, well, you can name your it's private army good. anything
2: and with your own, like, little logos and stuff, yeah. uh, with your own okay. little theme song and all. Um, so one of the things is, like, while you're, like, actually doing, like, real missions uh-huh. is there's essentially, like, a resource management mechanic where... Uh, you could move guys around on your base, like, send one guy from one part of the base to the other, like, departments and stuff. And, like, move. shelter. And, mm-hmm. like, all the guys <laughs> you're kidnapping have, like, different attributes and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. some, t- some guys will uh, be, like, a troublemaker and they'll yeah. start fights, and so if that guy's bad, you'll throw him in the brig. Yeah. Or, like, like there, there's an automatic thing where uh, if you don't feel like messing with that, you can, like, click on a button that'll auto-sort people to the best departments they should be depending on their attributes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to mess around with it if you don't have to. Mm-hmm. But there does come a certain point in the game where... Spoilers for Metal Gear Solid Five. About halfway through the game, uh, your the people on your base started getting infected with a disease, mm-hmm. and you have to figure out like what the vertus, what what the axis, why like why some of the people on your base are being infected with the disease, and why some people aren't. So you have to go through like list of everyone you've you've collected to figure mm-hmm. out what's because like you can go through. Is it
3: syphilis?
2: It's no, it's this weird thing. is this whole thing, and you have to figure out like, is like, you get you Does get all these twelve
3: nano machines.
2: <laughs> yep, it's, it's a Metal Gear game. <laughs> and this and th- well, also because maybe this it's what's more like it's two-thirds, three, three, uh, sure. two thirds through. Sure, there's about fifty four storage missions, uh, fifty story missions in the game. This kicks in around mission thirty. Um, yeah, for the first like, aside from like the hour hour and a half long f- opening story, the prologue in the game. There's almost no story in the game after yeah. that for like the, for the next 40 hours. It's just open world, just going around kidnapping people. I mean, you have story missions, which they, they're, right. they're, they're, they're giving you objectives that you complete. But in terms of like story between the missions, there's almost nothing. So it's kind of nice. So it's all just pure mechanics, just going out and exploring and stuff. And suddenly, more story does kick in with this... This 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 plague that infects yeah. your face. I mean, but remember, it's cool to I'm, go through the roster of everyone you've kidnapped and seen. Yeah. Okay, is it from because the countries they come from, their nationalities, their race? Like, what? Why is it, why are some people being infected than others? I and wonder, so, I, I wonder
3: if the lack of like the lack of interstitial story stuff is actually a reaction to the shit that they got for Metal Gear Four.
2: Yeah, I kind of wonder how
3: much of that game
2: because this is going all the way to the other side um, of that. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. How much of that game was just. You didn't
2: play. Yeah, because you would play. You, just you played it. for 10 minutes and there'd be a 40 minute cutscene. Yeah. And this is the opposite, where you, you'll play for literally dozens of hours without anyone really saying
1: anything.
0: I wonder if it's uh, one of the reasons why Kojima walked, because there was all sorts of development shit mm-hmm. in this game. Like, I wonder if at some point Konami or whomever entirely possible, who knows? High, higher ups were like, "This game is fun. Get out of the gamers, get out of the players' way." Yeah. And Kojima was like, "But my my art. What will we do without my pants shitting jokes?" What? Yeah. yeah, I was just gonna say fart jokes. Mm-hmm. You would think it would also be cheaper
2: and faster to develop too, if you don't have to worry about that much in the way of cutscenes and, and motion capture and well, all that I mean, stuff. One well, that's the
0: reasons why Kojima walked. But is the, is that the story, to... but the
2: gameplay stuff is so deep. You kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Where instead of spending so much time on cutscenes, they spent more time just on crazy gameplay yeah. Yeah. stuff. Where like, like Daniel pointed out to me, how like, so you can Fulton the balloon kidnapping stuff. Like that's you'll you'll find these giant um, containers in the field that are filled with minerals that you can send back to base, and they can process that to help build new machinery sure. for you and your base. And uh, one of the things you can do, if you want to go back to your base without spending extra money, one of these things you're kind of constantly collecting money. As you complete missions in the game. Mm -hmm. But it's, you have to spend money to like airdrop yourself a vehicle or new mm. weapons or anything okay. like that or even yeah. actually going out into the field to get this you, you pay for the gas that your helicopter expense just to do. drop you off yeah. so it costs you money for them to send you a helicopter just to pick you up at the yeah. end that makes sense. Uh, if you run out of money you just go into the red though it's not like if you run out of money you're like yeah. well I'm stranded here I broke the game <laughs> so at least you can come, come back and make up the money but so if you want to like go back to home base the mother base without spending any money on a helicopter you jump on top of it after you fold in it because there's a moment before it like launches into the air mm-hmm. So you attach the balloon and then jump on top of it. And since that uh, container is going to end up flying back to home base anyway, <laughs> instead of spending money on the money on the helicopter, you just get on top and you just float away. <laughs> I was going to say, if, just, like, if you fold like, in a car, like you just get in the car? I found out that if you were supposed to kidnap somebody okay. and if they're sitting in a car that you fold in, that counts as you can, <laughs> like that works. Good. Uh, there was actually a whole car full of people I had to ki- like fold in it. And I was like, there's a certain point where I realized they get out of the car and it's really hard to like, let sneak up on them and knock them out and Fulton them while I've all these guards and stuff. I realized if I got in a car and drove to the other other end of this this area where I had to kidnap them and intercept them before they stopped the car and got out before they got near guards. Yeah, easy. Like I got an S rank on that mission because it was like super. It, like the mission yeah. was over in like a minute and a half. Yeah, and yeah. And most of that was just driving to the other end of the base just yep. so I could intercept them before they drove into the base where it was yeah. harder to like collect them. That's pretty great. And, like bro. shit like that. Like that's pretty it's great, bro. The systems in the game is what they spent their time and money on yeah, rather yeah. than the character stuff, which is kind of nice. But then oh, the, I'm Metal getting, towards course, the last third of the game, and now, like, it's turned into an actual Metal Gear yeah. game where it, now it's starting to get yeah. more like, okay, I have to sit through a 10-minute cutscene now, and yeah. now it's like someone's turning into a Frankenstein and all kinds What's of shit like that. So. Yeah. Yeah. But,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's a cool game. Yeah, I've still been playing nothing but um, more Mad Max this week. Yeah. Game is not very deep. It's really not. It's (laughs) like a big, beautiful... It is a beautiful world, and the way the weather changes is really beautiful, and the dust storms are beautiful, and like those aspects of it are gorgeous, but boy, there's not much to do in that game. Mm -hmm. And it sucks, because I finally got powerful enough that it's kind of fun to do the things I have to do in the game, but now I'm powerful enough that I'm... All the things are harder to do to begin with. Oh, yeah. And my tricks don't work on half the things anymore, and I'm
2: like, uh, so your gradual, like, rank up and, like, unlocking new stuff is kind of leveled off, and now you're just kind of, like, you Well, I'm getting,
0: I'm getting to that point rapidly. And also, I realized the other day, there are these people you have to beat in the world that are called top dogs that are, like, literally, they're, like, kind of the the sub, like, the gang leaders that you have to knock down in order to get to the big bad guy. Mm-hmm. And I realized, literally, the top got dogs are the same model, just with different skins. What? Oh,
2: that sucks.
0: And it's just, like, little things like that. And, like, yeah, I, I met the first, the two named female characters in the game, one of whom is a concubine, uh, and uh, named Hope. And the other of whom is named Pink Eye, who's a who's actually a there are these um strongholds in the game that are led by these people who can become your allies. They're at first very wary of you. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, you do things for them, you help strengthen their stronghold and they become allies. You've met two of them already. You've met Jeet and Gutgash and you've man- managed to build their strongholds. When you meet Pink Eye her stronghold is under attack. So you have to go save her in her own stronghold. Mm. Literally the, the primary verbs you have for these women is save. Save pink eye, yeah. save hope. It's just a bummer. Her
2: labia get in the way of her being able to get through with a gun and save a herself. Bummer. Yeah.
0: The only good thing about it is that she's uh this cool this cool lady in a wheelchair, and I like to imagine some cool like lady like wheelchair gamer like cosplaying as her yeah. and having a cool time. That's awesome. But yeah. Yeah. I am enjoying it though. Like it's scratching a very particular itch. You it must be getting towards the end of the
2: game though, right? I'm only
0: apparently thirty 30- Eight percent of the way through. Well, an
2: open world game that doesn't mean a whole lot because they're probably counting everything you can do in the game. I
0: have done thirty-eight percent of the story missions. Apparently. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. I'm just ticking around because I'm the, I'm the sort of person where if I'm in the certain mindset, if you set me in a in a place and there are all these little blanking objectives and then there's the major one, sometimes yeah, I just want to go yeah, yeah. methodically yeah. tick yeah. off all the. Oh, objectives. Oh man, I don't
2: know if I can lend you guys Metal Gear because if you do that, you're not going to be playing <sighs> anything if, in, for the rest of the year. Well, it's like
0: the whole thing like you have to leave the hinterlands and Dragon Age yeah. is that whole thing again, but they're only. There's certain, it's a very particular type of open world game that does that to me, and sometimes I don't give a shit, but I do have an addiction streak a mile wide, and sometimes there are games that just tap into that vein, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, goodbye, I'm gonna go dick around the wasteland for a little while. I've been streaming it a little bit, and it's been fun, but I feel guilty, because I'm not doing anything super interesting, yeah. you know? It's just like, I'm just going and fucking picking up things and beating up dudes, and... Yeah, but I am enjoying my time with Mad Max. Thank you for letting me borrow it, Bill. No,
2: uh, have you guys been still been playing Fallout Shelter at all?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Really? Because
0: I, I know you beat that like in the first two weeks. I'm kind of well, surprised. Well, I beat it a couple of times. <laughs> uh, so but,
2: I'm still trucking along with that.
0: I'm still. Yeah, Spe- I was just thinking of addiction Android. stuff.
2: That's what got me thinking about that.
0: I have 165. Inhabitants, They're uh-huh. 97% happiness. Oh, right.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm just I, uh I was around, I've got 153 inhabitants. They were at 97%. Yeah, they were no. pretty much the same happiness until I stripped everyone out of the radio booths. Yeah. To Because I started putting them... In, uh, I started training them so their stats would go up. Yeah. Because uh, I am... Uh, my mission right now is to eventually get 200 people who all have maxed out stats, <laughs> all level 50. uh uh-huh. Essentially, like, everyone's just going to be super maxed. Yeah, there's no reason to do yep. this because like there's no, none of this ties is, is going to tie back into right. fallout 4 yeah it's just self-fulfilling it's the first thing i do before i go to bed it's the last thing i do before i uh uh it's it's the first thing to do when i wake up in the morning it's the last thing i do before i go, uh, go to bed at night do you, and do you, i do it at lunch i check into three times a day just yeah. to see what's going on i've got all these people out in the wasteland leveling up bill bringing pro back for you
0: every it's, time you check in rush all the rooms because if they successfully rush, it boosts their happiness. No, oh, really. And usually, the first time you do it, it's a really. low I'm percentage not worried of about happiness.
2: I've got a, almost half a million dollars in Bill's the bank. Bill's
0: not worried about happiness. No,
2: because they're, they're all pretty happy. And they'll get happier once I uh, take people off of a training and put them back into the uh, into the radio rooms. But I can't believe. Yeah, it's actually most of my people are all have maxed out stats, at least about two thirds of them. Uh, And so as soon as someone gets all their stats maxed out, I get them a super good gun and they send them out in the wasteland. I give them 25 stim packs, 10 uh, radio rataways. They go out and bring back new. uh, Now everyone's starting to bring back more and crazier costumes. So I've got like people like dressed more ridiculous. Yeah. Everyone's got crazy laser guns and shit like that. Yeah. It's great because they introduced the thing with death claws. Death claws will come in and wipe out your people. Yeah. Now death claws get fucking wiped out. I was when they gonna try to say because you got really high level. Yeah, because everyone's everything's maxed out, and they got super popular, super great weapons. Yeah. yeah. And so, it is. It is the perfect time waster. Yep. Of just like there's no reason to keep on doing this, but it's Fallout. God, theme. I want Fallout so it's bad.
0: It's coming. Two it's months. All I care it's about. It's coming. Uh, <sighs> Uh, the only yeah, I didn't play much games this week. The only media I consumed really this week was uh, I watched Westworld.
2: Why Westworld?
0: HBO is doing is going to be a, have a TV show of Westworld. That's coming. Oh, that's out. right. Yeah. And uh,
2: so out of curiosity, who's, who's the bald guy? Who's the old Brenner? I, I don't know I've not looked at too much at it There was a was trailer like, seemed kind of, Yeah and The trailer mostly hinged on Okay what if sexy ladies Were also robots Well that's like, the movie on. though So the movie Westworld Really?
0: Was Michael Crichton's seen it. First It was directorial debut Oh he directed it He did He wrote it and directed it And it's really funny Because you read the Wikipedia entry on it And that one of the first things On the editing process Of the movie It's like uh, Michael Crichton re- Immediately re-edited The movie Once the first cut was done Because it was too long And boring <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is Is that the final cut Ain't a whole lot different So Jurassic It's a very meandering movie It's Jurassic Park But with cowboy Exactly robot, Except this, this That's the way It was like
3: a, He's got a thing He's that got he a likes thing So do. the whole it's, premise
0: Of Westworld is that For a thousand dollars a day You can go to this resort So already from the start There's kind of an Eat the rich like a, angle That I yeah. wish they'd lean into a little more but anyway, so for thousand dollars a day, you can go to this resort. There are three worlds in the resort. There's there's West World, there's Roman World, and there's like Castle World. That sounds so it's stupid. Shit. I it's thought Roman it was just cowboy and though. cowboy. Really? And so the euphemism is oh yeah, the out the cowboy world is lawless, right? The the castle world is violent. And the Roman world is where you go to get laid. Yeah. And the joke, like, they kind of, there's a joke where all the women who go to, to uh, what is it called, Delos is what it's mm-hmm. called. All the women who go to Delos just want to go to Roman world to get laid. And all the men want to go to either West world or castle world so they can fuck shit up. It's like, that's all they want yeah. to, to either live without responsibility or to be a hero who can kill people pretty much. And uh, all ladies want to get their the dick women. wet. Just, it's a casual joke. They don't really lean into it, but they're only like, oh, women want to go get their, get their dicks wet. You know, it's like, there's like a, there's a passive, like, <laughs> there's a passive, like, the punchline is, women oh, have
2: women. sex drive.
3: Yeah. Oh, women want to get laid. Woof, woof, I'm just talking about it, and I just keep imagining uh, Dennis Feinstein um, from Parks and Rec. Wanting to go to Westworld. <laughs> You're not wrong. So.
0: No, he... Yeah, he would want to go we to Westworld.
2: Hunt, we hunt foxes. I, I, it is deeply wrong. It's, it, it's <laughs> terrible to me that I think it would be harder for a lady to get off on a robot dude than a robot... Uh, than a guy getting off on a robot lady. Because uh, a dude will fuck what, anything.
0: What? What do you think Well, the whole point is that these robots, you can't tell they're not here. I know, I, but I know. But they do... It's like, it's not... It's interesting because... There's not really a lot of thought put into it per se. Yeah. Because the whole thing is that, like, for example, there's a huge thing where you have real guns and the guns don't work when you point them at a human because it can see your heat, your heat signature, and so it knows not to let you fire. Which means all robots are cold. Yeah. Then, like, who wants to stick their dick in a cold, like, ham sandwich?
2: Or whatever it is down there. Since you're paying a thousand dollars if you are want a ladies going to the Roman world. You're paying a thousand dollars for a fucking wall-mounted dildo Sala- to fuck you. At yeah. Least, a, yeah, yeah, a cold salami. Yeah, uh. I don't know. It's it's interesting. No, now there are vib- dildos and vibrators now that are more human than what they're talking. That we would probably yeah. get. Sh- it's, no.
3: It's kind of interesting because... Put so it, Put it under your armpit. Yeah! There's kind of like put a... Put it s- on water! It's, it's fascinating
0: to watch Westworld and then think of Jurassic Park and yeah. think of the lessons he learned. Yeah. Because... So basically, your, the, your point of view in the movie is you, there are these two rich assholes who are going to Westworld (laughs) for vacation, right? Yeah. And you could see, and things start to go wrong. What's fascinating is apparently this movie was made before the phrase computer virus had been coined. And so there's a meeting where all these scientists are sitting around talking. They're like, something is spreading. It's almost like a illness that is spreading from robot to robot. So this is apparently one of the first movies to like talk about computer yeah. viruses as a virus, which they are, which is interesting because other the scientists are like, pshaw, they're robots, that How could have possibly happened. Happen. Yeah. But um, well, kind it's of fascinating. fancied himself
2: being like a forward thinking like scientist guy, like he could predict yeah. things like br br Well,
0: so there you have the two rich people who are on their way, and then you get to see Is it a rich some... couple? They're two dudes.
2: Okay. Uh, they're just bros. Oh, I see how it is. They can't be just... You can't have two dudes be that's I see what you know.
3: You're right.
0: I'm the, social
2: justice <laughs> worried. i here hear you wrong. The, uh,
0: and then you randomly get to see Free this Ahmed. one scientist who's worried because he's starting to see things are going wrong. I'm going to ignore you because grace. it's my turn to talk I know, now. yeah, exactly, yeah. There's this one scientist who's starting to see that things are going wrong. And he's like, we need to shut down the park mm-hmm. because... They're, we're losing control of these characters. It's and at the, the end of the Goldberg. day, it's not that they're want to ki- Like, it's not that they're, like, evil robots. Yeah. It's literally there are some robot. There are... At some point, they say there's a sex bot. This is a prostitute in Westworld that to, to, for dudes can fuck. And then there's Yul Brynner, who's, who's programmed to get into fights with dudes so that they can shoot him and win. Yeah. But once he loses that inhibitor that says, let them win... Then, all these machines that are literally designed for dudes to kill as part of a power fantasy instead kill them. And so, that's what the movie winds up being is that with those inhibitors, this disease breaks down that inhibitor and then they're loose. They're on the loose.
2: Doesn't mean the lady sex bots just have sex with anything?
0: That's exactly what it means. No, not at all. The women sex bots get killed, presumably. They do in the Roman world, you see. See, I was just
2: picturing the Roman world. It's mostly just like robot sex guys. Unless lady wants to have like a they, lesbian they experience, they kind of
0: drop. They they really imply. Well, I'm saying you're
2: saying they didn't think this all through. It's, it's but yeah. we,
0: well. The thing is, is that it's not a bad idea. And the thing is, per se, and the thing is, is that uh, I really like the idea of this re- eat the rich aspect of yeah. it. It's like you know these assholes who are gonna spend a million dollars a day so they can kill someone. Yeah, they should fucking be hung by their thumbs until dead. Like I'm fine with that. So I'm, but I'm curious to see what the hell a show does with it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. apparently there
0: were like there were sp- sequels and a tv show back in the day really yeah there was like beyond westworld was i think the tv show and there was like a
3: future world or was something. it the 70s <laughs> Man, <laughs>
0: don't
3: so don't Jurassic
2: park would they have originally would they have made it so that like, you could eat dinosaur meat would they have, like had like stegosaurus sakes after a while because you'd think oh. part of the thing that you could charge a million dollars they open, they open yeah.
3: up they open up the pub yeah Like a, the M- gastropub? Like a, like a McMinimins mm-hmm. Yeah Have a then
2: real Bronto steak Yeah
3: it?
1: mm.
2: Man it's weird because like In the original Jurassic Park 2 Like you could, Crichton was already into The whole ladies and their Sex drive being weird too Cause you know that scene Where Laura Dern stays behind The, the sick Triceratops
3: Her There's <laughs> That was the You
0: can see <laughs> My lack of interest and hearing your joke—that is literally she the turns- joke that I'm saying I'm <laughs> sick of. Where the punchline is, people, women have a sex drive. I ride. just, I just love the idea of her just turning to Grant and going, "Hey,
2: Grant I'm gonna give him a jibber, Bill." <laughs> Hey, it's
3: everybody, this has dude. been the Boy
0: Hattie
2: podcast.
0: I'm the
2: secret best part of that movie, too.
0: Not secret at all. So, yeah, anyway, yeah Westworld, it was interesting, but the pacing in it is weird. Weirdly plodding and lack of urgency. And the dude who survives all of this, I understand that from, like, a narrative standpoint, it's, like, about a person who's going through this hardship and comes out the other end sure. and becomes stronger, right? Oh, yeah. But from the start, you're, like, he's, like, the sad sack Unassertive divorced guy uh, who's just like you know, and his friend is like, you need to live a little, and then he learns to murder, and then he survives all this. And I'm like, no, that dude. How does he t-. kill you, and murder Uh. It's Spoilers for Westworld Really bad So apparently what Michael Crichton His original climax of the movie was They get into the medieval world And there's a torture chamber And there's a medieval rack And you'll, he tricks Yule Renner Into falling onto the rack And the rack kills him mm. so And, he, and Ma- Michael Crichton's whole idea Is that he liked the idea Of a very simple machine Destroying this complex machine Because one of the things that the worried scientist Says is that we don't really understand how all These machines work part of them were designed By computers To serve this very particular function Where like human intervention is very minimal Like we don't know how they work so Michael Grant Was like oh but what if a simple machine Destroyed a complex machine and then they filmed They were like starting to film it and talk about how to film it And he realized that was really not visually interesting Yeah yeah exactly yeah So
2: the He's a novelist more than a filmmaker at that point The climax
0: is they're in the throne room of in medieval land and there are these torches and you'll the, the Brenner bot gets confused because he sees the torches as this heat source what? and confuses it for the human and
2: so it's kind of like a predator thing going on there. It's
0: it's weird. Apparently, this movie was also one of the first m- movies that had like a CGI sequences, though, because there's some points where you get to see from Yul Brenner's point of view, yeah. and the world is all really pixelated. It's like
1: a really Oh, okay,
2: harsh so okay, computer processed. So yeah, area. they do some sort of post processing. Um, when stuff. he kills Yul Brenner, does he rip his head off and say, "I'm Brenner"? <laughs>
0: Yeah. Or is there yole like a old regret what like he did? <laughs> Brenner, <laughs> <laughs> that's what oh. I got. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, there is one cool thing that they do that they don't give enough. They don't really give enough visual time for where he throws acid on the Brennerbot's face. Yeah. And the way they did it was the base of his makeup was Alka Seltzer. Whoa, so when they throw, nice. so it just does oh, okay, this like great yeah. foamy thing, and then all the makeup starts coming off too. So it's like this terrible goopy thing. Oh, good. It's actually a really cool effect. Kind of
2: pre Terminator shit going on. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: what's also interesting is that apparently Arnold Schwarzenegger based his Terminator on Yul Brynner's Which makes sense because, like
2: before the Terminator, like Yul yeah. Brenner in Westworld was the murder known body. cinematic murder body. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can.
0: Oh, I the whole time I was thinking of Robert Patrick in Terminator 2. Like oh, I felt like that was too, yeah. deliberately
2: citing because it's still supposed Yul to be Brenner. like. Well, that cold stare kind
0: of looks like like there's something. Yeah, about that's what I'm
2: saying. Yeah. It's it's
3: not,
0: like, he also does yeah. kind of look like Yul Brenner. Yeah.
2: yeah. He has hair. It felt. It
0: felt very because well because
2: like Schwarzenegger as the Terminator, he's got the sunglasses on, so it's not quite like aside from the fact that he doesn't look like Robert. Patrick or Yul Brenner, but it is a different kind of like thing yeah. going on because he's such a big guy but like a normal guy with that glowery stare yeah. robot face yeah well, it's funny because like someone acting like a robot but not necessarily just acting like I'm a cold emotionless yeah. but you still want to have that menacing thing going yeah. on but still like Unaffected, but still kind of yeah. threatening. Yeah, it's still acting. It's not just like acting. Like uh, well, uh, like at uh, the uh, end of
0: the day, it's interesting because Joel Brenner, though he's not expressing a lot of emotion, he's literally programmed to get into fights and kill. Well, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it it's, it's 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 kind of interesting. It's like an interesting idea. It's not a very good. How there's a,
2: sound- yeah. a soundtrack called Pew.
0: Of course it is. That's it. <laughs> Bill, tell me about the Martian. Have you guys heard about the Martian? Uh, yeah, it's the Matt Damon. Matt Damon, Matt Damon. where he. He's stranded on Mars. It's right? weird
2: because I'm reading the book and it's just yeah. him explaining Mars what diversity. Is yeah, that? he's like Mars. I'm gonna tell you about Mars. <laughs> I'm white Matt Damon. Excuse
0: me, I'm the first Martian. Um, Let me explain. Is Daniel the Martians.
2: movie being directed by uh, Ridley Scott? Yeah. I feel like it is. Really yeah, really I didn't death. realize that comes out like, I think it's out like in the, in like overseas right now. It comes out here in America like in two weeks. I've been meaning to want to read the book because everyone's been raving about the book and everyone's saying, especially because it's inevitable that the trailers and everything for the movie would be so, super spoilery that yeah. you should read the book just so the story is reserved for you. So I'm listening to the audiobook right now. Mm-hmm. It's really good so far. Yeah. So it really is just, uh, it's a dude stranded on Mars. Mm-hmm. It's totally first person, kind of the the, 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 the audiobook. I'm assuming, which is, you know, just exactly the same way it's told in the actual book. Yeah, just first-person log of this guy's account about how he was on a mission. He was, like, it's, like, the fourth, like, manned mission to Mars... And everyone was just getting ready to leave, but he fell off the truck and got stabbed through, and everyone just assumed that he was dead. But he may, did manage to survive. But the no, only problem definitely. is that everyone else is gone. Yeah. And yeah. it's going to be four years until the next man mission lands there. So he's like, okay, how can I survive for four years? Yeah. Uh. And so I've, I think I've gotten through like the first three months of his story. Yeah.
0: yeah just him so by himself. Yeah. Is it is it like a log where it's like at the end of a day he's explaining what happened in that day? Yeah. Exactly. So it's yeah. all past tense talking about the but it's. Pattern.
2: But it's very conversational, which sure. actually makes the audiobook very interesting because, well, he's talking about so much tech stuff mm-hmm. that yeah. I could see in the reading of the book first, and even though it's very conversational. His explanations for how he survived, and it very, seems very scientifically based. I want to see who wrote this book. Yeah. Because it's super hardcore NASA nerd science about, like, yeah. chemistry and math and astrophysics, yeah. about how he's, like, talking about how he got there and what his mission was. Uh, his character's a, a botanist, so he's a plant guy. So he does explain that he's not so much into engineering or astro tech stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, uh, it does help out because he needs to survive for four years. He starts yeah. thinking, well, okay, I need to start planting stuff. I need yeah. to start eating. Because um, yeah. it is uh, mentioned that because he's got solar panels and stuff, he doesn't have to worry about energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, oxygen, he can actually pull out of whatever the, the atmosphere is on Mars. So it's actually – oxygen oxygen's not so much a problem, but it really is more about food and communication, trying to communicate sure. back to Earth. And tell does he have a going. hydration solution? Yeah, this, there's this whole thing about how he can also – that's the other thing, because not only does he need water, but actually it's the plants that he yeah. needs to uh, grow to yeah. eat, actually need far more water than he does. Right, And so he has this whole thing about how he's going to take uh, liquid fuel from some of the ships that are left behind on this little mini-space space uh, not sure. even a whole space station but just oxygen. like this little like okay. little camping site essentially about how he can take that run this run this through this catalyzer and that'll turn into oxygen and if he just mixes that with the hydrogen then he gets his water sure. and he's essentially just like i'm in the process now of just reading through like his process of just like engineering this whole system where he's gonna get all this water uh he got a bunch of potatoes from like the freeze dried fruit fruit uh, uh, food packs so he took some like some of the potatoes there and he's like growing potatoes and stuff and mm-hmm.
3: so he's, it's really interesting so he's Space Irish. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. yeah, as
2: Matt Damon. And also, and
3: also, I don't understand how do I survive for four years. Oh, water's not a problem. Oh, air's not a problem. Why is he not just napping?
1: <laughs> just well, that's just what kind of... He's like, he's
3: like, he's... Like, he's <laughs> Sleeps. He's. Is NASA still that's why he's like. <laughs> that's
2: one of his justifications for doing logs. Is like so at least you can pretend he's yeah, communicating he with can somebody. Stimulate
3: his brain a little bit. And I bit. guess
2: this takes place like fifty years from now because he's talking about how oh someone left their data stick behind oh I've got all these old TV shows that this person left behind oh well how I
3: met your mother too so mm-hmm. well that's
2: kind of like which is. Doesn't make any sense because it's obviously a writer writing now, yeah. an older writer. Yeah. So this writer is talking about how it's like Three's Company and stuff that this guy's yeah. watching. Yeah, which fifty years from now, I don't know how many people are going to be watching Three's Company. even in the thing and the, the the guys talking about how like oh, it just happens to be that everyone he had shown up on this planet with, all the stuff they left behind, everyone was just seemed to be a fan of old stuff. Yeah. So that's why instead of like the TV shows that he's watching, isn't like the know. 181st season of Survivor, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's yeah. Three's Company yeah, and the Beatles. Yeah, season 75
0: of the Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. 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 I don't know, <laughs> gee, it, really got, it really got pretty bad after the 50th season of Simpsons, but you yeah.
2: know. But it's, it's really nice because like, the, the character, because he's just a botanist and he's not like a super scientist. It's, like I said, he's very jokey, it's very funny book mm-hmm. the guy's super like oh god i'm fucking screwed like i gotta figure out how to survive and he's like talking to us it's, it's very nice and especially like i said reading the audio book actually having someone perform him as a character rather than yeah, just like right. i am doing this it's not for for a story that is about an astronaut astronaut stranded on an, uh, another planet you seem th- yeah. you think that would be kind of boring and just guy saying for the for humanity i have to save yeah. myself or like yeah. tell my children that i love them he's like no I'm a single guy stranded on another planet. Oh god, I need to jerk off. Where's my food? Oh shit, I'm gonna die. Fuck, fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck. yeah. It's yeah. that kind of attitude, which you know, kind of cute. It's more human yeah. that way. So
1: yeah,
2: yeah. I can see that how that can translate. Kind of curious in the movie because, uh, assuming in the movie he's just by himself, uh, the the book is so scientifically based about yeah. how all these solutions, like this fucking who's the guy who gets stranded on a desert island by himself.
3: Robinson Crusoe Yeah
2: Robinson Crusoe He's doing all this Robinson Crusoe stuff But it's so based on science That I kind of wonder
0: Usually a movie Does that in a montage It's not the whole movie This is
2: the whole movie It's like Castaway And at least in Castaway, you can kind of understand how he's trying to survive just because the stuff he was... Like, when you see him, like, taking a a stick and whittling it into a spear, you go, oh, he's making a spear so he can go fishing or something like that. Mm -hmm. Whereas Matt Damon, he doesn't have to... Like, yeah, Castaway, the whole middle part of what he's Castaway, he's not talking because he has no one to talk to. Whereas, like, in the movie... Unless it's going to be constant, like unless he's just reading his logs over what he's doing.
0: Well, if he's recording, yeah, if, yeah, if it's recorded logs, like audio logs, yeah, rather than like makes a sense written can log. Play his audio yeah. Oh, right.
2: even then, like the, the logs in the book are kind of like they sound like it's just transcripts of, a, of an audio, like he's speaking. Yeah. It's not so much like he's just yeah. like sitting in a journal and just writing stuff out.
3: He's gurning. Yeah, girdling. exactly, exactly.
2: It would,
0: so it would be interesting journal. to do a double feature of The Martian and The Revenant. Because The <laughs> Revenant Which one's The Revenant? The Revenant is coming out this fall And it's um, Leonardo DiCaprio Oh, that thing, yeah. Is abandoned Bird by man. His bros Yeah, by Bird Bird man, bro. No. Birdman, bro Birdman? No, we, You've bullshit. already shat on Birdman on this podcast We don't need to spend any more but time on it But I'm curious
2: in Revenant, though Yeah,
0: Revenant Because that, in that context It's a man isolated and surviving But it's yeah. man against nature And their native tribes And also he's
2: already got um, Castaway Just watch Castaway <laughs>
3: Pretend
2: he's got even a so, bigger beard
3: Wait, does that make Tom Hardy Wilson? <laughs> no, and Wilson is trying to kill him. Tom yes. Hard- that Tom
2: Hardy used the airplane that tries to kill him. <laughs> that's there what it sounds that's like. That's true.
0: Hey, friends, that's enough of us gibbering what we did this week. We're gonna take a little break and be back for the Geek Week in Review. Alright, pals, uh, believe it or not, this is not the part of the podcast where we talk about the Swiss Colony some more. Uh, This is the part of the podcast where we do- The Swiss Colony is so good.
2: The Geek Weekend Review. It's coming! It's, you know what, we're at the tail end of September. I know. Jesus October Christ. October is a, m- a week and a half away. I
0: had to send out a wee- work email related to December, yeah! and it made me my stomach See, churn. I,
2: I'm glad I don't have to deal with retail stuff like you guys do, because I can enjoy. Well, we don't
0: work in retail anymore, no,
2: but dude. No, but you still, you guys have, like, you sell stuff for a living, though. Still. Oh, you I n- You personally? Neither of us
0: are involved in anything that is impacted but you guys by retail. Are related the, to catalogs, the, the, merchandise. the stuff that we do that's catalog, that's Christmas-related, we did a month ago. Or know. the process of but doing that. But I'm just now. saying, you guys are still, like, chained
2: chain to retail. Hill, boo, boo, boo.
0: <laughs> I like how many times I say no. You keep insisting no! yes. I'm mad damning it right uh, now. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, but I can like... Hey, ba- pals, buddies. Oh, uh, I should say, we're getting c- close Foley's birthday. Yeah. Get thinking about what you want to do for Foley's birthday. Foley's birthday is on Thanksgiving this year. Uh-huh. So give thanks for Fofo. Yeah. Thank Foley for Foley.
2: Man, what are you guys doing for Halloween?
0: Halloween? I've decided what I'm going to be. Have yeah, I told you this? No. Last year for Halloween I was a lumberjack, and it was pretty fucking amazing, I, I have just, to say. Yeah. Um, I'll it say was really you good. Had, like, a big
2: paper beard
1: and everything. Uh, right? Yeah, I got,
0: it, I got brown foam core, like foam sheets, and cut a beard out of it. So I really wanted to do a beard again. This is like, what should I be? What? How can I one-up a lumberjack? I was almost tempted just to anniversary lumberjack because it was so good. Yeah. But then I decided I wanted to be your Portland boyfriend. So I'm going to get a... So, um, I'm gonna still... wear my jeans with one leg rolled up, cause I got a bicycle, uh-huh. revealing my um my Portland airport carpet socks, and my. Did you um, already get some? Uh, I'm working. I'm still working on this, and my converse. Okay. I'm gonna have my my belt with my um my bike lock in it. Uh, I'm going to have a big beard again, but the same with like a curly Q mustache on top of it too. I'm going to wear Yeah, I think that justifies the beard part. I'm going to wear those, uh, one of those long sleeves, flesh colored shirt that has sleeves, like ink sleeves all over
2: oh, the tattoos. very nice. Yeah. I'm going to get a
0: temporary neck tattoo for the Enterprise. Aww. Um, I may get some You're like cut temporary your hair? piercings as well. And I'm going to wear a trucker cap. Okay. Though my, uh, my hairstylist, when I explaining this to her, she did say, you should grow your hair a little more, do a man bun. Which is a really nice touch. I don't know if I'll be able to grow out my hair that much. I may have to just go with the trucker cap. But uh, and I have these black glasses. Well you can glasses, still get like a like hipster
2: top knot though if you wanted to. That's
0: what a man bun is. Is that what it is? I mean How long? a man bun. Well I guess bun. you do have kind of like long yeah. yeah, I don't have enough hair. I just got my hair cut. Like it was, yeah, like, I was about my to stylist say. was cutting my hair and she's like, You should grow out and get a man bun. But I'm gonna. I think I'm just gonna the do truck a trucker hat. The yeah. I'll do my probably. you gonna look like Gravity me. Falls. Uh, what else? What else is I thinking of doing with it? Those were the big things. Oh, I was gonna get a carabiner and carry my um uh growler on my belt too.
2: Full, are you gonna dress up? Well, no. see, the thing is,
0: is that no. we, we do Halloween at work. I so trust. I can work oh, to work. Oh, okay, and yeah. We don't really have a Halloween party to go to. Yeah. So Foley works in a warehouse. I so she's the last have year of Paul
2: and Anna's big cartoonist party where everyone gets extra crazy up. Is it up. They're, why they're last year?
0: Are I they're think just they're done just, done with just with tired
2: it? of, like, cleaning up after. Because it, like, it is, like, it is a party that starts at, like, 9 p.m., goes until dawn. Yeah. And it is, like, two days to clean up afterwards. I believe it. And in the last couple of years, I think they've had people steal money from them, steal stuff. I think someone, someone like, ran off with, like, the tip jar. From the that party, sucks. essentially. especially because it's a it's a tight knit community. It's a party for yeah. Portland cartoonists. Yeah. But these guys were only like two blocks away from me. Uh, yeah, they always have this, uh, every Halloween, they have this big giant fucking Halloween yeah. house party. And of course, the local Portland cartoonists could go extra crazy where people yeah. like spend all year working on their costumes. Yeah. Especially Paul and Anna themselves. They're huge ha- Halloween nerds. Yeah. And so they will literally spend all year just like working on their costumes. See,
0: I never felt comfortable at that party
2: ever because I'm not
0: a cartoonist. I'm not part of that community. I so would just I never show up. I, that's, I, I showed
2: up to that thing. as uh, You're d- a
0: Portland cartoonist. Yeah. Well, you have the secret handshake to get in, bud.
2: I'm about as far removed as I'm halfway between you and everyone else at the party. You
0: draw.
1: I'm
2: acquainted with all those people. I'm acquainted
0: with maybe a tenth of them and I don't draw. I did.
2: It is the kind of thing where I could show up dressed as uh, just a fat guy and I just had a gun and a box of donuts. I could tell people I was donut drake and they laughed. They understood what I was talking about. (laughs) Not everyone, but there were some people there that got the joke.
0: Um, but yeah, I'm I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, where do I go with this Halloween costume? Yeah, because you
2: think there would be a, like like more varieties because it's Portland and it's Halloween. And you think that everyone and why don't you guys do your own little Halloweeny kind of thing at your place? I don't know. doesn't want it have to, to be a costume party. You could just be like. Well,
0: because if. You, okay, I would invite like six people. When's Halloween this year? And that's year? not actually a. Like, that's not a Halloween party. That's like six people in my house dressing up. That sounds like some sort of weird
2: sex thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, At why can't point. it be? Oh, Halloween Uh-oh. fell. Uh, this year fell out a weekend. Me and the Beast of Boys went trick or treating. <laughs> That's a oh, whole Bill. song. Hey, it's on Saturday. Are... Saturday, October hey. 31st. Oh my God, we got to do something. It's Halloween on a Saturday. That is the best. My birthday's on a Saturday. How? Thir- you, Fully, your birthday falls on Thanksgiving, which is a holiday. It's not a weekend. It's close, but it's fucking Thanksgiving. Yes, this is the year of ultimate holidays. Shit has to go down this year. It has to be good. It has to be <laughs> fun. Gotta make full, it happen. I'm gonna make you a turkey. On top of the turkey, you're gonna make for yourself. I'm gonna make them fight. I like
0: this (laughs) Hey pals
2: Believe it or not This is the portion of our podcast Where we do the geek
0: week and review This is where Bill has noted The news in the week that was And I am reading his notes Often for the first time February 2nd
2: 2016 (laughs) What day of the week is that? Uh, (laughs) And his birthday Falls on a Tuesday
0: Tuesday You got (mary) office
2: lady Birthday this year (mary) Tuesday Not even Monday Where you can say Well I can take off three days (mary) And celebrate It's Tuesday tuesday wednesday and thursday there's a gray zone at least a friday again you can kind of take off or you get off work early man
1: what do people i just <laughs>
2: oh, ah. Yeah. well no, calm down what do people with real jobs do
0: for halloween and christmas and just ah! what, well i have a real job and i'll tell you you dress up for work <laughs> no! and then you go home man
2: have i have a single beer halloween and you fall asleep so goddamn much hey this is the geek we can review, you guys. So, <laughs> what are you going to be following this year? I'm never anything. I just love Halloween so much. I just love the spectacle of it. Yeah. Well, as a fat guy, my options are limited. Mm-hmm. Stay Puff Marshmallow. That's when I'm naked and put on a little sailor hat at home. Now, that happens every night. <laughs> and then I create a big white mess that gets all over everyone. No. Oh,
1: God,
2: no! <laughs> God, I hate this podcast. You asked. <laughs> What else could I be? I kind of ran out of the fat guy. I think Donut Drake was my last clever fat guy Halloween idea. I really liked your Totoro. I
0: think that the was your biggest. Those that was the your two best. big things. Yeah. That was your best moment.
2: Because um, I just took a hoodie and just painted, like, took a piece of butcher paper and drew the, like, the Totoro belly on it, mm-hmm. st- stapled it to my uh, stomach, and then just h- had the ears and a hat mm-hmm. and an umbrella
0: and an umbrella. It was a really good costume. Yeah. You can anniversary that whenever you want, do friend. that every year, exactly, There's nothing yeah. wrong with having a good costume that you But go what for. happens? Like what, like, what the Buffy thing
2: happens? Actually, that would have been great. If that would have been the Halloween where I turned, where everyone turns into their costume, I would have mm-hmm. been set. I could fly. Yeah, dude. Sleep in the forest. Yeah. Lots of forest around yeah. here. Annie, Annie, you just turned into a hot Portland boyfriend, so you're good.
0: I'd be okay with that. Yeah,
2: exactly.
0: Did you know? Okay, now I'm going to take this on a sidetrack. <laughs> a friend of the podcast, Clamity John Morris, was talking on Twitter the other day about how um, He was in the car With his dad when he was a young man And he had just bought a Kate Bush Album, put it in the tape deck And they were listening to it as they were driving And they both simultaneously Realized that the song Running Up That Hill Is about asking God To swap genders You and your partner to swap genders So you can experience fucking someone for the other side Wait, What song is this? Running Up That Hill And I had never before realized that it's about Like
2: that this is the Kate Bush song that's all like wow, it's really yes,
0: actually whatever. that is I can kind of
1: that's what I I she has voice
0: that's all like kind of run right up to him. She's like, if I could make a deal what with God mean? and get him to swap our places, it's like I. It's just like it you're not so you're me. just not reading
2: like like dirty-minded like no. going, bum, 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 it's bum.
0: not subtext. It's text. Did you look it up? Did you ch- I feel
2: like an idiot I've Did you never change the Wikipedia article it? about it before? I never
0: paid attention to it before. I'm like this song is about a woman wishing she had a dick and her she could stick it to her man who could then be a woman so they could feel how the other half lives. I, I'm 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 aghast. I've never listened. I'm, I'm a bad That's at not listening to lyrics because it's not like it's about gender. Fuckery. How many pegging anthems Spiritual were written in 1985? Gender well it's not even about pegging per se. I did make a joke on Twitter about pegging because I just wanted to ha- post a clip of the uh, Alana the broad from city. Broad City yeah. when she gets the call about <laughs> pegging. But John did point out it's like it's really not about I want to fuck my boyfriend. It's about I want to experience what he experienced
2: during sex specifically, not just like in a larger. So social thing, like well, I, mean, I want to go shopping with a dick. When you listen to the lyrics, okay. it's about sex. I've never listened to the lyrics. All I hear is <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it's one of the songs where there's no like melody to it. It's just someone it's like oh, uh, wow, If no. it's not a melody, then why are you I'm able to push push try? Because it sounds to like someone going kind <laughs> 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 never heard the placebo one? That's the placebo. I, one?
3: It's
0: a co- it's a really good cover of Running Up That Hill. Man, the I bill didn't, has on her I realized that
2: ladies want to peg as much as they do because I know some guys really want to be pegged. But I realized that some ladies had that that much of a boner to uh, to peg, which People is cool.
3: Have fetishes,
2: I especially straight couples.
3: I, for some reason, yeah, I'm just
2: kind of like I know it happens. Every there's a whole sexual broad spectrum out there. But I didn't realize that there was that much in the way of ladies trying to like yeah, I, yeah, I want to yeah, fuck you, like you in the ass. Portland's got
3: put a bird on it. Just put a dick in it. Put a dick in Let's it. Put, Let's put a bird on it.
0: Oh, never mind. We're not I going down this route. Anyway, oh, is that a sex thing? Is that like Netflix and chill? <laughs> no. No. Hey, everybody. Put a bird on it. This is... put a bird on it. you... I'm just saying the, <laughs> the no, chickens chicken are Fred
2: fryer chicken for $5. You leave in the sun until it gets warm? This podcast is
0: too long. We're not even done with half... Of, we're only done with half of our segments. We need to finish this fucking podcast. Like, if go, you oh, get home, the small the game hen, that's when I dress this it up like Scarlett Johansson. This podcast where I... Ask Bill. I look him in the eye and ask him to stop a riff, and he doesn't look to me. I just, me I just love the idea of dressing up a chicken like Scarlett Joe. And it's also
2: the part Heng? of my guess
0: where I then point it out, and he still keeps going. Just, hey,
2: Andy, I just want to make this pen. Scarlett Joe Henson. <laughs> okay. There pen
0: you go. bird that there you I'm go. having <laughs> sex with. There you go. <laughs> Introducing. Here's the geek we can you guys. Here's the e cook review. Introducing It Gets Better Doritos. And then there's a picture of a rainbow Do you guys feel better about being gay now? Wait, this is a thing?
2: This is a thing. Which I like. So it's a bag of Doritos where all the Doritos are fucking rainbow colored. Everyone's like, oh my God. Imagine all the food coloring you're eating. Have you not seen what colors normal Doritos are? That's not a natural color. You're already eating a gallon. Now you're just eating...
0: Did they come out and say this was like a gay thing? Or yeah, did they no. Just it,
2: it's, it, if you go to the "It Gets Better" website, it links to their. This is officially. When I say "It Gets Better," I'm not just making a joke. It is officially gay, the Gay Doritos. <laughs> the gay Doritos. Oh, I really do something like with Grandpa. It is officially the Gay I, I Doritos. I to Google Gay I Doritos. Some <laughs> fat guy in the basement yelling <laughs> about the Gay Doritos after talking about uh, Scarlett Johansson. Boy. Oh my god!
0: Wow. Uh,
2: yeah, so it's purple blue.
0: So are they actually, like are they giving money to the it gets better? So yeah, the
2: idea is that you can buy a bag if with a minimum10 dollar donations to it gets better. They will oh, mail so they're you. just trying
0: to fleece the gays? Yeah, is what this is. no, they're
2: smart. Oreos did the same thing. They had rainbow Oreos. It's a, it's totally like this is these, not like these companies we're actually are not doing it because it they our care about distribution it. network. No, 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 no. Yeah. This is
0: a special order thing where you, as a homosexual, instead of giving ten dollars directly to the It Gets Better Project, yeah, just give us ten dollars and we'll give like maybe three uh, of it Cheerios
2: to... did announce that Alphabet cereal. Wait, who makes Alphabet cereal? Is that Post? I have no. Do you, Elf- <laughs> Alpha- Dude, we talked about this on speaker before alphabet cereal is <laughs> super regional this right
0: podcast will never alphabet end.
2: cereal announced that I like,
0: alphabet cereal in the south
2: I have not had it since I moved from Pittsburgh I never see it anywhere huh, um, but no alphabet cereal announced that like for a month they're changing the letters of the cereal so it just, so re- the it just says <laughs> fuck Kim Davis <laughs> it's just those letters
0: Bill do you have anything else to say about these Doritos? I just
2: they're want to point out that they're a No, that's ridiculous. In fact, there's, there's It Gets Better branded that's such Doritos. A thing.
0: Because it's just going to be like... That's just such a... That makes me mad that they're not actually doing it. If you're going to do it, put it in your fucking distribution I think it's fucked up that
2: they made just Doritos for you gay people. You can special...
0: Or- See, that's the thing. It What's feels next? Me, it's Concentration
2: like- camps for gay people? <laughs>
0: policing the gays. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. I... You know what?
2: I do like the fact that gay culture is popular enough now. It is, like, a marketing thing people will do. Because they yeah. know there's enough gay people out there, gay-friendly people out there. And it's like, you're paying attention that, like, to me. That, like... Yeah. It's just oh, totally mercenary. Oh, is
0: mercenarial,
3: ethical purchase. Which
2: is half horrible, half... Well, no, I... It's, it's like I said. This would be cool
0: if they fucking did this as a national distribution thing yeah. where national Doritos were distributed to fucking blue to fucking red states to Kim like Kim Davis's door like a fucking like see, palette of this. You see
2: the action figures they're making for that Stonewall movie coming out?
0: I don't like where this joke is going. There's no joke. It's just that's like the joke. I like the idea of oh, like the finally game the gay market. Yeah. the, the gay community is furious with the Stonewall movie. Because
2: it's, it's mostly like it's about... white white bread Nebraska kids who did Stonewall, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I saw that like where it's like it's this like, is kind of a little literally again, it's whitewashing mm-hmm. shit where it's like yeah, it's
0: it's essentially and also it takes the cast out the, of
2: glee did. It
0: also takes out the trans community that was Well,
2: yeah, no, that's uh, yeah, yeah. So, so. anyway, uh, Fuck Doritos.
0: Thank you for your token. <laughs> token. <laughs> Contribution to gay rights. And his mouth mouthing. I mean, it's better, it's better than just posting a fucking rainbow icon to Twitter for two years. I days know, or like on. Facebook. This yeah. is like actual development. But
2: so they they you know what? They had a gay Dorito development team where they had to, you know, we had we need real purple Doritos. Yeah. You can't just be purplish. Yeah, You need to be fucking purple. And I mean,
0: I say that I wish that they distributed and like actually did this, but the they the 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 fact is by doing this, they are going to piss off those people people anyway who pay attention so it's i not should get
2: nothing. some just so we have a taste test on the podcast <laughs> no thank
0: you. uh nintendo announced a new interim ceo a guy named tatsumi kimishima and a new restructuring of the guts of the entire company
2: when people are trying to figure out how to pronounce his name people point out people especially live in japan were like it's kimishima because people oh, did were saying, I get it right? no you got it right and when I saw people yelling at other people about how to pronounce it, it's specifically, it's not Kimishima, it's Kimishima. Mm-hmm. I thought of <laughs> like in, in uh, the Rickroll Kimi Schmidt. <laughs> I hear his voice. I Kimi. spent 20 minutes on Tuesday when this is <laughs> now trying to find a clip of him on YouTube saying Kimi. Kimi. It is I was like, I was looking up Kimi Schmidt, dad, Kimi Schmidt, firefighter, <laughs> Kimi Schmidt, stepfather, Kimi Schmidt, guy from Ober Brother World that I could not find. I it got to a point where I was like, I have killed 20 minutes of my life. Just trying to find this one guy saying "kimi" and I was just like, "Fuck it, I can't, I can't make this joke on Twitter." But yeah,
0: you should have registered to Vine just for that. <laughs> pulled it up on Netflix and shot it with your iPad. Exactly. Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Kimi.
2: That's all I have to say about the new. No, no, yeah. So is,
0: this is interesting because this is a guy who was in their HR department. I
2: think he that? was. Yeah, he was like, he was like a big finance officer at the company. He was actually head of Nintendo of America for a couple of years. I think when Reggie first signed on. Reggie's always been the face of Nintendo America, but he was never in charge until just mm-hmm. super recently. Mm-hmm. But this is a guy who was in charge of Nintendo of America, the you know the American division of Nintendo. When Reggie first signed on, when Reggie's first started becoming popular, then Reggie, I think this guy moved in Nintendo Japan and took his place. Yeah, and so this guy, and it's interesting too because he, he did come out and say he's only been signed on for a year.
1: Interesting.
2: Uh, so so it sounds like he's not going to be the permanent replacement, but they just needed a replacement. Yeah. So I kind of wonder, uh, it makes it sound like maybe a wada really did pass faster than anyone at Nintendo, Nintendo expected if they're yeah. just naming an interim uh, CEO, essentially. Hmm. And it's interesting, too, because if he's only going to be around for a year... Uh, a lot of people are suspecting. I keep on thinking that they're going to have new hardware uh, out like next fall. Yeah, and I wonder if uh, they may not just announce a permanent replacement for him, like just in time, because you know you want you want like whoever's going to be the head of your company to be installed right before a new hardware launch. It's yeah. good, just good PR. Yeah, and so I wonder if that's going to happen, like next summer, they're going to say, "Okay, this is our new guy, okay. fresh blood, fresh, fresh product. We've got a new console coming out. Everything's we'll coming up." Happens but... for Nintendo. Yeah, this only got announced just because it was a Tokyo Game Show this week, so there was all that kind of Japanese gaming news yeah. coming out but yeah so
0: rumors out of the tokyo game show confirmed that konami has withdrawn from developing console games and that metal gear solid 5 will be the last metal gear
2: game. yeah i guess konami still they're still making, still making s- soccer games. soccer games yeah what is it pro but elite soccer or whatever, whatever is. the hell pro is, evolution soccer. yeah p.e.s i guess is the acronym for it but in terms of like anything that's not a soccer game yeah they've officially uh i guess they have not officially come out but it sounds like they've been telling everyone at tokyo game show that like yeah, don't come to us for console stuff unless you want to buy our soccer game because that's the only thing we're making now. Yeah, and I guess also uh, the tech guy in charge yeah. of all the technology for Metal Gear, he came out and said, "Yeah, no, they've, they've shut down everything." That's well,
0: not... one of someone like one of their senior technical officers left, right? Yeah, left the company,
2: and it was with the thing saying, "Oh, yeah, that's that's they're not going to use this engine for anything else. This yeah. is." Metal Gear is done. They're not going to make any more console games. This is really it. So, yeah. yeah, interesting. So.
0: Yeah, they're going to release the multiplayer component. The excuse me, the standalone multiplayer Metal Gear Online game, mm-hmm. and that's kind of it. That
2: is again for Konami, one of the big third-party yeah, developers man. of the la- ever since Nintendo came to power. Um, they've been, yeah. I mean, these are the people who make Castlevania and everything like that. They're, I which is a big thing. That Castlevania was never super huge, but I sure. Castlevania was one of my favorite. Ph- when well, Konami and did Metal all the Gear. license
0: games from my youth, like I think of Konami and I see like the from, from the Tiny Toons game I played. Oh, that's Let's right.
2: Yeah, they like... they were a fucking huge developer.
0: Yeah, and even the Konami Code, it's a thing. It's part of oh, gaming that's true. culture. It's a huge yeah. yeah.
2: And Metal Gear, it's the biggest game of
0: the year that's come out so far, pretty much. And it's yeah, it's strange to think it's the last gasp of these.
2: Yeah, games. this is it. Also, it's, even. If this was just them saying this is the last Metal Gear game this would be big news yeah but uh, between you
0: know. yeah between uh so Konami closing and this week I was at when I was at Fred Myers I saw for the first time the Sonic amiibo. Or like some sort, yeah, like Sonic, and, I, and, and that was I was like, if I could send this back in time to like 1991
2: what the fuck and is this? <laughs> you scan this into a Nintendo console, yeah,
0: no, not even that part. Here's a Nintendo Sonic.
2: Yeah, exactly. I would yeah. lose my
0: shit. <laughs> I didn't even play either of those games really, but I understood the party lines.
2: Yeah, we're looking at a... to buy any video game stuff, or are you just kind of perusing all the toy stuff at the store.
0: I can't help but look at video games because yeah. I want to find a video game I want to buy and play.
2: It's hard yeah it's hard well, i'm glad that's one good one max now yep you'll have metal gear in a week if you want i'd like oh, that sounds more of a fully thing than anything huh i'd
0: enjoy watching her play yeah, yeah.
2: and like so. i said there's enough stuff in there that can keep you busy until straight on from here to fallout
0: i'll believe it my friend um disney announced plans to make a sequel to mary poppins Here's a crazy idea. What with Disney remaking all of its animated films to live action movies, why not let the pop and sequel be a hand-drawn, mid-century-styled animated feature? Yeah,
3: make that shit look That's like 101
0: or something like that. That's actually Wonder a good Dalmatians idea like ever happens. Uh, did you guys like, cool. hear about this news? No.
2: No. They just came out and said, Yeah, we're thinking about making a pop in sequel finally, because that's been right. something everyone's been asking for. Yeah. It sounds like they're going after Emily Blunt. Seriously? Boom. Which at first I was like, That sounds awesome, but can she sing? But then I forgot that she was in that fucking uh Yeah, she was in the woods. In the woods. I forgot that
0: movie even existed.
2: Huh. I own a do
0: I even own a I don't think it's a copy of it. That's interesting because
2: Emily Blunt.
0: Emily Blunt's not a bad casting. Because Mary Poppins is kind of an imperious asshole. Yeah. And Emily Blunt
2: could really but sell that but her compassion. role. That's the thing, is like, how do you do the singing? Because she, was, she, she sang in End of the Woods, but she wasn't necessarily well, like.
0: the thing these live action things, they're yeah, not always totally tied to what the source was. Did you see
2: the trailer for the Jungle Book movie? No, I saw the teaser where it was just like, Fucking didn't look re- any good. It
0: was, well, it's strange to have Jon Favreau's. Jungle Book movie. I think Bill Murray is Baloo.
2: Oh, do they actually have the talking characters?
0: Well, you hear uh, Scarlett Johansson do as uh, whatever as the name chicken? of the Python. Sexy chicken. She's what? The Python. Wait. The come to the me. A guy? And like the last. Well, there. Does is it important? I got you more now? upset about <laughs> the
2: this gender messing with the gen implied genders. The Jungle. Oh, no. Only. No. Wait. The snake can't have a snake
0: vagina.
2: <laughs> no, I've this. seen. No cuz I think the fetish community online cuz there's a whole hypnosis community Oh man they're going to lose their shit Isn't that the is isn't
0: the yeah, same Yeah it's snake? He- in Robin Hood, pretty much, and
2: pretty much. It's probably the thing where they recycle the same. It's probably the same, like almost cell frames where they just I'm traced it from one thing. I would be it. too surprised. But nah, I'm just saying because, like, when people find out Scarlett Johansson,
0: oh, they're gonna lose their shit. They're it's be like, just oh, weird man, "That's a snake on It's one so weird. It looks like it's just weird, and not appealing to me. And it's like, and I look at it, and I'm like, and they're and there, and they seem to like the one of the last things you see is Blue and Mowgli like floating down the river, and you hear the whistling of um uh, the bare necessities like this is just so weird. it's gonna be a musical i don't know i've only seen this teaser i didn't know this movie existed john favreau's effects because all the animals are cgi like super effects heavy that's john super O'Buck weird well,
2: the, well so the other thing is they came out they did say that the mary poppin sequel would take place 20 years after the last movie so really? the first one takes place in like 1912 or so yeah it's very edwardian so this would be 1930s soon down the abbey shit
0: yeah, did or they could f- do a really interesting like. Well, if they if they did it just like a little further, you could do an interesting like pre World War II like austerity sort of thing. Now I'm just talking about uh, bed knobs and Broomsticks. I know. Also, by the well, way. I
2: was I was wondering if if the oldest Banks kid would be old enough to get shipped off to World War II, but no, that wouldn't work either. Mm-mm. But twenty years so like would they would be would it be the thing where like if oh, it's twenty gonna be years like later his his, his children, yeah and they're like, Oh, it's gonna be a fucking hook. <laughs> yep, exactly but a Bill. Mary Poppins. Correct. Correct. Emily Blunt, I love Emily Blunt. I don't don't want to see her any of anything where she's not a total badass now. Are you Have implying that Mary
0: Poppins is not a total badass? Mary Poppins.
2: Unless she's got her gun, I was gonna say. Are you trying to really say the only? No, way to see Emily you're talking Blunt about about guns? I am the fucking. No, here's the thing. I also
0: would like Emily Blunt to be like a Jason Statham. Like I'm I, Like seriously, we need like a really cool, badass like this lady, leading lady, who they just make. Dumb am, action movies around. I
2: am just picturing that one shot from uh, Edge of Tomorrow where she's doing the push up, where yeah. she's like arching her back, as she's uh-huh. pulling, like the the money shot from that movie, where she's, she's got the little hat with like. I can't. Someone I hope has made that animated <laughs> gif. I can only I hope. It'd be easy just to take uh, Tom Cruise and Photoshop him to look like a fucking chimney sweep. Going, <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> well, who do you get to play Bert? Who do you get to play Bert? Who would be a tall, lanky If it funny were 10 guy, years ago,
0: it would have been Ryan Reynolds.
2: Would it be, uh, again, it has to be somebody who's tall, lanky, and it would do a I terrible, don't... intentionally terrible. God, I don't watch enough movies. Knees.
0: Who would you have That's to what be? I'm saying. Uh, Channing Tatum. <laughs> I hate you. He wouldn't be able to fit in the chimney! <laughs> <laughs> he flexes and the chimney explodes around. <laughs>
2: Oh, God! <laughs> Did you see the director from the Gambit movie left? Because uh, he's supposed to be Gambit. Yeah, I forgot about the Gambit movie. So I forgot that, like, what's his name? Wolverine. He's leaving. He's yeah, not he the new Wolverine. So I guess Marvel. Oh, no. It's fake Marvel. It's Fox. They're, they're in charge of all oh, the Wolverine yeah. stuff. They're trying to turn Gambit into the new Wolverine. Oh, like, good luck. And so, supposedly, like, they kicked that director off the Gambit movie, because now they want, like, somebody who's, like, a big name director. Like, it's okay. not just enough, just, like, because they're yeah, they don't to don't want make something this. cheap anymore. But, man, it should get, oh, fucking Thumb Man is fucking Gambit. Trying to be the next, oh, that's going to be really weird to see. It'll be interesting. Um,
0: oh, it was, Bonnie they anymore? did have a Planet of the Apes director. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's uh, my blood is Ms. Marvel. I don't even know anything. Oh, Captain Marvel. That's Captain Marvel? The, yeah.
0: Because that, that I, was I the I want rumor. her in a Statham movie. I don't, I don't give a shit about these goddamn superhero movies. Anytime I hear about an actor that I like associated with a superhero movie, I just go, ugh. Oh. I just like
2: it because that means that it'll be one of the rare movies that actual normal people pay to see.
0: What you mean, like, of that person's work?
2: Yeah. Expose them.
0: Tom don't... Hardy being in Suicide Squad? I, that's not anything that makes me excited or you know like that's why i was, was so glad when he got out you know foley what you thinking bud still
3: thinking about bert. <laughs> she's that's still casting she bert. she's gotta be a good bert.
0: foley's really good at casting so she'll probably Is come up jiggles? with something by the end of that
3: his jiggles Joseph gordon
0: Lovett? actually joseph gordon Lovett wouldn't be a bad bert yeah that's what i'm jo- saying
3: because J- 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 he's be so i was thinking of lanky yeah,
0: yeah. Justin Gordon Lovett would actually be pretty
3: damn good. I and they've worked together the before. Guy,
0: yeah. The guy who played the pie
1: house
2: rat. Who's the
0: pie house rat? Oh, uh yeah, he's right one of Ryan Johnson's kids. Yeah. Uh his, he played he played the bad looper in looper. Oh. Kid Blue. Yeah, Kid Blue,
2: kid blue yeah. yeah. Oh, that guy, that's Aw.
0: Paul Dano, watch them do Paul Dano. They'll just plug Paul Dano. Paul Dano,
2: but then he would just like I just I just when I picture him being a Paul Dano being a period piece, I'm thinking there will be blood and him just being like
0: Uh, no, you get uh, what's his butt, you get uh, oh what's his name? He was the villain in um, ascending. He's gonna be in oh. the Fantastic Beasts. Oh, find that him. guy! He, I can't only, remember his name. Okay, he's not
2: affable is. enough. He's he can not. be.
0: He can actually only him in roles where he's offensive. He's like instead of going for the
2: fake, oh, co- well, he could put on a fake Cockney if you wanted. Jason
0: Statham. <laughs> Lee Pace would be... Uh, that's the kind of thing I'm thinking I, th- about. Is he too old, though? No, I don't think so. Definitely not, like, uh, not when you pair him with Emily That's what I'm saying. Actually, I'm like Lee, blunt. Bace, yeah. Lee Pace would be really good.
2: Uh, as, uh, as, I hate to say this because it sounds like nerdy uh, fanboy casting. Not that that's not what we're doing. Actually, David Tennant is being kind of like a lanky... God. Kind of like, I know. I, there's I just, know. I can't. My, you I know, what? know. It's not fair... Because
0: David Tennant is a fine actor, yeah? he really oh. is. But that is my reaction to his name. It's just, God <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help it. I'm no, sorry. but like yeah, no, He would Lee not be that. Yeah. Lee, Lee Pace. Pace is my favorite of ours. I love Lee
2: Pace. I still have not even seen yeah. him in, in the Weird Hat movie.
0: Get him on the <laughs> get him on the phone. Hey Lee. Hey Lee Mr. Pace, Pace. What you
2: doing? Guard- I can't believe he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. We yeah, don't even know he was in that mm-hmm. movie.
0: Another uh, news Pacific Room 2 got shut down as a result of Universal pulling funding. Sounds like they've done well enough with Fast Seven and Jurassic World. That they don't want to invest in any more nerdy pulp stuff.
2: This gets really balls deep into Hollywood financing stuff. Yeah. So I guess most movies these days are rarely just produced by a single studio, that you always have the like these crazy incestuous relationships between different Hollywood studios, like forking over different amounts of the budget. And you know, for you know, in promise of like they'll yeah. get like you know, like the that that cut of the movie's profits. I
0: was flabbergasted because um, I was reading something where they said like something like Warner Brothers was only going to get twenty five percent of the profits anyway. Yeah,
2: exactly. Some kind it was of just weird, weird shit weird. like. And so, because I think it's a Warner Brothers property or something like that, but Universal was still going to fund like half of it anyway. The big thing is that Universal's had a really good year, and so they don't want to like they only want to like fund big prestige stuff. They're essentially gunning to make more billion dollar movies, and right. I, I think that's one of those things where they realized. Yeah, Jurassic uh, or uh, Pacific Rim 2 would you know probably maybe do pretty well but it wouldn't be like no. it wouldn't be like a st- competitor to like Star Wars they only would have like put that. money on big bets it's which crazy. is weird because a year ago there was this whole thing about how Universal was the only big Hollywood studio that had not had a, m- a movie that had made a billion dollars yet so they everyone in Hollywood mm-hmm. kind of treating them as like oh you poor people you don't have a billion dollars now they've had two in a single year Yeah. and so suddenly now like, everyone's like oh my god they're more powerful than Disney so it kind of shows like how in Hollywood <laughs> Like an entire studio's fortunes in less than six months because Fast and Furious and uh, Jurassic Park just only came out in the last couple of months. Yeah. It's only since the summer where six months ago, everyone was literally like, oh, poor Universal Studios. Maybe they're going to get like get bought out by somebody because no one likes them. Now they're like, oh, my God, Universal, you're so great and powerful and fantastic. And there, there was something too. like, I guess there was a guy at Universal who was super nerdy helped fund a lot of like the warcraft movie and stuff he was a producer there that guided a lot of these like big nerd projects that universal had to help fund like the first pacific rim warcraft and i guess uh he wasn't involved with jurassic world or ah. um fast and seven yeah so, and he so lost now his, he's yeah he's lost his, his star
0: lost his luster
2: and so like supposedly yeah so pacific it sounds like pacific Rim 2 has been shut down uh it sounds like warcraft they're even though that movie's practically finished, they're gu- like so it sounds like Universal is gunning to like fuck up Warcraft somehow because they don't think that's gonna do well at the box office because essentially it's 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 a regime. I was gonna change. say,
0: didn't they think it was pretty much that movie
2: was pretty much done? Yeah, that? because Duncan Jones he's trying to work on Mute now. Have you yeah. heard about that? Yeah, we like, talked on about Twitter. It on the podcast. Yeah, because yeah. he's been like, yep, I'm going to Germany. I'm gonna, yeah. s- I've finished a new version of the script. So, and he's hoping to get that out, like get filming, like started on that before Warcraft even comes out next summer. And so it's kind of just weird, like. I don't know. It's 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 weird how fortunes of studios and the films attached to the studios been... can turn on a dime. Yeah. Even even when it, even like a thing like Warcraft, where it's like because you can't you...
0: have the last dude's movie work out, because then that was that's one of the
2: weird things too. Because you think you like because no one's invested in whatever's best for the company, mm-hmm. whatever's best for the studio. It's your own personal glory. And so yes, there's something coming out that looks like it's going to be a success that was pro- like produced by someone else at the same studio. You want to bury that so that you yeah. don't, like. So that's what people were worried with Warcraft Even though it's already practically done, it's already got Like a midsummer release date For next year, it's on track to come out And make at least some money, they're kind of Wondering if like this new regime might, might try to like Sabotage it or something, mm. I don't know, it's just rumors But it's just weird,
0: Hollywood like inner Hollywood, weird. Hollywood It's amazing show, like... that any movies get made and there any Of them are any good. <laughs> yeah, so. that's one of those things
2: I barely even understand any of this, it just sounds so Like muddy and just kind of like burf, anyway
0: another uh, in news, introducing Nickelodeon Splat, a programming block Of old 90s Nick cartoons starting Next month,
2: yeah. Which doesn't what, mean much to me, but is
0: this on Nickelodeon proper?
2: Yeah, it's not a new channel, but it is going to be like a programming block every day of like two hours of like.
0: That's weird that they would do that. They uh, didn't What have time is rats? it on?
2: Not quite sure, but they just said it's going to be a programming block. Because my thing is, is like, do they do it
0: in the evening? Because they're marketing for like the nostalgia. Yeah, because you
2: can't, you don't want to like budge the cartoons that you've already yeah. aged for those kids. But like, I would. Do they still it's do like Nick their
0: alternative night? with like uh, fucking uh, adult swim? I don't think they do Nick and Night anymore because that's their Maybe own... this will be their
2: new Nick and Night, where like like the parents who grew up on this stuff who now have see, kids. See, that's the
0: thing. I see this as being like something that, you know, uh, like someone of my generation or a little older watches at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. See, I don't know yeah. any of
2: those Nick cartoons, so I don't even know what would be in this, but just the fact that it was announced, I thought I would put it on the show list because that's I know people would be interesting. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to Dylan about like. Oh, I think I was talking about Animaniacs with her because we were. Mm-hmm. Ta- well, I was listening to that for uh, watching Animaniacs for Boy a ha- party uh, uh, to the party, and so I was asking her for her opinions about Animaniacs, and she's like, "I didn't really watch that. I was only ever allowed to watch Nickelodeon cartoons." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh man, I didn't realize that goes like, that's
1: crazy."
0: Yeah, that's also because those Nickelodeon cartoons were not <laughs> were not any cleaner or more. Yeah, Nothing well, particularly nasty or anything like that. I but. vividly remember there was a dick joke in Rocco's Modern Life. Really, I remember seeing it on TV. She Apparently, I even they only aired is. it once. Yeah, this is the first time I saw any sort of even rendering of a male genitalia. Was on and a Nick joke in a Nickelodeon cartoon, Rocco's Modern Life. There is a joke where Rocco goes to pick cherries off a tree, and there is a bear hiding in the tree. And he goes to grab a cherry, and it is not a cherry. It is the tip, the red tip of the bear's dick. <gasps> I swear to God, I remember what? this. I maybe. Are you I,
2: not? I think you maybe.
0: I this, I, I what is this a? Was this a waking dream? dream I swear <laughs> to God, did I you, remember it though because I remember thinking, "What happened? Was it his belly button? An actual?" Do your know parents oh, had ask you about this? Where they were like, <laughs> "No, I was just baffled by this," and only years later did I put together what it was. I think this
2: may have been a vision from Christ.
0: <laughs> Something like that to be less lesbian. This is how God decides. <laughs> to uh, Batman co-creator Bill Finger will get a credit on Gotham and Batman versus Spooperman.
2: <laughs> I don't feel like typing Batman versus Superman <laughs> correctly. So, yeah, um, Bill Finger, he... Actually, a lot of people seem to think that he was more of a creator. He wasn't the guy, like... Was it Bob Kane, the actual yeah. like cr- cr- like credited creator of uh, Batman? He was the guy who sat down and said, "Oh, I should have a guy called Batman who fights crime." But it sounds like Bill Finger kind of created everything else. He supposedly created the Joker, yeah. named a Gotham City, yeah. like pretty much all the like he pretty much fleshed out that universe. Uh, and but like he's pretty much largely been ignored. Yeah, uh, I can't especially think of him having heard his name before. Uh, I know there's a big kerfuffle when the Batman, when the Tim Burton Batman movie came out like 25 years ago. The fact that Bill Finger was never mentioned on anything, hmm. especially because that was a big Joker movie. Yeah, but I think uh, some book uh, there was an auto bio about Bill Finger that came out last year, also just in time for the 70, uh, was it the 75th anniversary of Batman? Mm-hmm or the Joker, but I think a lot of that kind of came out where, like, there was a lot of pressure from fans to say, hey, it's been 75 years, why don't you give this guy this due? So I think they've officially come out and said, yeah, Bob Kane's been dead for a long time. We can kind of say... Fuck yeah. him. Yeah, fuck They'll him. <laughs> well, that was a big thing, because Bob Kane was still alive when they when Tim Burns Batman movie came out. Yeah. And so there was a lot of pressure supposedly from Bob Kane to, like, cover up, like, don't, like, this is all me. I invented Batman. Mm. And so now that he's been gone and dead for long enough, they can finally come out and say, yeah. Look just like Walt Disney, where, like, like, Walt Disney's, like, Dead and gone long enough. Now you can come out and say, yeah, Song of the South. He's
0: kind of an asshole.
2: Yeah, he was kind of an asshole. Song of the South's fucked up. He was anti-union. He was kind of like fucking, you know, he was kind of anti-Semitic. Yeah. Yeah, you can kind of actually come out and say, okay, yeah, say maybe things. some of the shit is actually Maybe
0: true. he wasn't 100% perfect. Yeah.
2: Yeah. As, as the, well, especially, I didn't think about it, especially with the Disney thing, because his daughter just died a couple years ago, and she may have been the last, or she was the last blood relative of his. Mm-hmm. So maybe that would actually have been part of the reason why even now yeah. documentary can come out. No one's kind of defending... Say, yeah, it's not just a perfect picture of Uncle Walt. So yeah. I guess maybe now... Yeah, time makes it so you can actually start telling a little more of the truth. Go figure. Time
0: keeps on slipping into the future, my friend. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, the Cartoon Art Museum,
0: bye-bye. Notes bill eloquently. The, uh, the Cartoon Art Museum in San Francisco lost its lease. Mm-hmm. Sucks. Not surprising. I think it last
2: sucks. weekend... Uh, yeah, I think last weekend was the first weekend where they actually... I think they were they're putting everything in storage last weekend and officially moved out, so...
0: Well, that sucks. Have they found the new location? No,
2: they're looking for another location in this Bay Area. But
0: good luck! It's the whole Bay Area!
2: Yeah. That's why shit's getting fucked up here! is cause because everyone's yeah. getting kicked out from the Bay Area and coming up here! Yeah. Fuck! Shit! Ass! My butt! Speaking of which, did you guys... Did you say something online how you guys went to Ruby Jewel? Which is yeah. built in the new condominium that's built a house, San Francisco people and gonna no longer yep. afford to go to the cartoon. Correct. What'd you think? It's good. Yeah,
0: okay. I've had Ruby Jewel before. I, we've been to their location on Mississippi. Oh Okay. What'd you get? Uh, I I got cookies and cream. I'm a classics gal. What'd
2: you get? Fofo. I got more strawberry ice cream. Oh, so yeah! was that good? Yeah, Man,
0: What I thought was interesting is that at the Ruby Jewel You could get They had their dairy free options There was like a cider on ice And there was a Portland Soda Company root beer on ice Portland Soda Company is what Chris Onstad is doing now Instead of Akewood Oh that's his own thing okay, Yeah he's yeah. doing He's making syrup uh, soda syrup and I've been curious about it but it's just syrup it's not drinkable final soda and he's been selling yeah. it to bars in town and I'm recovering alcoholic so I haven't had a chance to go and try it anywhere so I'm curious to go back it and recognizes. try this Portland Soda Company uh, root it is beer a block ice. away on the way home it's a very achievable goal
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Jenna Coleman is leaving Doctor Who this season does anyone even care
2: And tell them a, t- give us your favorite Jenna Coleman moments what's your top 10 I Clara have Oswald i actually moments?
0: seen i th- no i saw one episode with her i think did you even that much i think i saw one she was around for her.
2: that 50th anniversary special like two years ago yeah so I if you saw, saw that you may have seen that uh, yeah. episode with her
0: Yeah. because i vaguely remember her face and i remember Foley and i going oh she's okay because wasn't she a like a a nanny or something or something like that yeah i remember we watched that episode
2: everyone hates her yeah. Doctor, fa- Doctor Who fandom hates her fucking guts. Yeah. Well, she replaced the Amy Pond I was going to say, it's kind and of hard I think when you replace Amy the Pond so beloved, Pond so beloved companion and a And to be long fair, time. like, the writing for her character is terrible because it's that new guy who's been kind of like, who, like, it's, 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 was it, Stephen Moffat? Mm-hmm. Who writes, like, very twee bullshit. Yeah. And so it's not always her performance, but her character is, like, called, new, like, hasn't her nickname is The Impossible Girl, and she's died a million times and literally been brought back to life.
0: Hasn't Stephen Moffat been running the show for a while, though?
2: Yeah, it's been a while, though. Yeah. But still, like, yeah. well, he his first season was the one that you guys watched with yeah. like that. He 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 he's the one who came off the whole Matt Smith version of Doctor yeah. Who. Yeah. And so, but yeah, she she's now she's leaving before Christmas special. I guess the new season of Doctor Who starts off this this.
0: I remember weekend. hearing that she that the Doctor Who with the new Doctor was kind of on shaky ratings grounds. It wasn't doing too that well. Sounds like yeah. How's it all going? How's Doesn't it all doing? Not doing any better. Too
2: good. There was something I saw <laughs> on Reddit, on the Doctor Who subreddit. I guess maybe, like, the new, like, this weekend's episode of Doctor Who, they showed in, like, cinemas throughout the country and in the U.K. Yeah. Like, in theaters and, like, 3D viewings, uh, 3D, you know, actual, like, you know, like, uh, real-world theaters. Uh-huh. Um, somebody, <laughs> somebody posted a photo that they were the only person in the whole theater showed <gasps> oh! up for their screening. And so, yeah, maybe Doctor Well, Whoa, did they get an old, angry, grumpy-looking guy? To be Doctor Who and the fandoms kind of being driven away by, like, kind of the twee inconsistent writing of Stephen Moffat. And no one likes the new companion. Just bring on Sue Perkins. It's just... Sue Perkins and what's-her-butt, her her sidekick.
0: Yeah, Mel Stewart. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just do it.
2: Man... We like well. We were talking about how Jojo and I were looking at old videos of, especially Jojo. He's a big, uh, my housemate Jochen. He's a big uh, comedian fan. Uh, he loves to listen to comedy podcasts and stuff. And so when he found out that they had written, actually appeared on, absolutely fabulous, he went starting to look up on YouTube videos to see what clips they showed up on that he could see, he could track down. And uh, I guess Mel and Sue and Mel they had their own uh, TV talk show for yeah, a long time. Yeah. And so he was like looking up like twenty yard clips from their TV show, and he's like, oh my god sue perkins back in the day was just dylan like down to the body <laughs> she, type and everything we're she like does, is the
0: same kind of pokemon as our friend yeah, dylan, if dylan
2: wants to see what she's gonna look like as 45 year old woman woman all she has to do is watch greek british bake-off even the haircut everything like the body type like how she's gonna yeah. fill out and everything like that we're like oh that's kind of funny because like she's like super scrawny 98 pound yeah. Sue perkins like back when she was like you know like 25 yeah kind of like oh yeah. so that's how i feel whenever i
0: watch star wars and see job of the hut I'm like that's that's it oh no. <laughs> just that. uh, no looks like a new little person Jimmy V has taken over playing R2D2 from Kenny Baker who is now 81 years old New idea 81 as filming began on Star Wars episode 8 this week wait Kenny Baker was still being R2D2 in the last one
2: in episode 7 yeah this new one they Jesus filmed last Christ. summer I think it's one of those things where I they mean, put him in the tin can for a second like, yeah. hey look he's R2D2 maybe they didn't even put the head on Yeah, so like maybe they just shot his feet and they're like oh he was t- technically R2-D2. Or did they
3: put him in there and R2 was automa- like fully automated and just driven around by somebody else? <laughs> yeah,
2: it's like his like like a, a little wheelchair. That's a never, this,
3: it's like an R2 power wheel. In <laughs> this
2: world of like, drone technology and stuff, do we still need to put midgets in tin cans <laughs> to play R2-D2? Yeah. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> I
1: don't know.
2: Buddy. So, but yeah, uh, the, the other thing is that this guy, he is, uh, his big screen credits the guy replacing Kenny Baker. He's pretty much just been a doctor who, like if you've seen a dwarf on doctor who yeah ever since the show came back like 10 years ago it's been that guy yeah like like any kind of like little person he's got nerd cred so yeah so yeah but yeah kenny picker which means kenny picker was like he was like 40 or 50 when he started playing r2d2 he was too old to be r2d2 when he was (laughs) r2d2 like even when they made the prequels he was in all three prequels he was like in his 60s or 70s when that happened
0: that is absolutely nuts.
2: Like, especially dwarves don't have a history of living very long either from health complications or suicide. Yeah, so it's great to see he's 81, Kenny Baker man. He's old. Oh, I Keep saw like rockin'. today is also June Foray's 98th birthday. Is it? She's still alive. She's June Foray
0: is 98 years old.
2: She. Shit. And she so dies. Frey, so that's gonna be the end of the she world. She did
0: voice work in like the original Looney Tunes cartoons. Like yeah. she was one of the she was. She like, was Witch much, Hazel. Yeah, she was Witch Hazel. She did like the lady voices. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she was um, uh, Bowinkle Yeah um, Rocky. She was Rocky. It should be Rocky. Yeah, sorry. Not the moose. No, the is. squirrel.
2: She was. And also, moose. I think Tuesday was like the 30th anniversary of Gummy Bears. The TV show, gummy bears. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: you <laughs> know, there's some things that
0: you can
2: try bears. to elicit nostalgia
3: Dog in me, de and de de I'm like, yes, double that double was double part of my childhood.
0: Band. It's not part of, of my have the brain Disney anymore. Disney Afternoon
3: CD. No, I, I enjoy
0: gummy bears all the day. I think I still have a gummy <sighs> bear action figure. You cannot make me feel nostalgic See, about. See, I got
2: out of the. I got out of Disney Afternoon. Was getting was good. I watched Gummy Bears and I watched uh Ducktales. And after that,
0: feel old.
2: That's saying. Thirty years ago. Age, age is happening. Princess collar was hot. Who's hotter, Princess Collar or Princess Jasmine? I don't fucking remember what either of these fictional women look like. <laughs> Princess Jasmine? I don't. Bill, I have not seen
0: Aladdin since I was probably since I was probably in theaters. Oh. That's not true. I had the VHS and so I probably used it <laughs> to death. But used it. Woof. Oh, that sounds terrible. Because only. Guys. Hey, you know what? No, stop. Did you know that Brian Singer is to readapt 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? Yeah, I just noticed it this week. I thought there was already a 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea movie in the making.
2: Uh, Like a new one?
0: Uh, Maybe. You know what? I'm an idiot. I'm confusing it with the heart of the sea movie. Which is actually
2: about a historical sea voyage, and yeah, it's because you were at the store and you saw Chicken in the Sea on the store shelf. <laughs> you like, and, like all it there's, be... something, "There's something in Then I was like, "A screen? live-action
0: <laughs> Ponyo movie." This <laughs> is where my brain went.
2: <laughs> oh, I kind of. D- yeah, Two Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, Twenty Thousand Leagues, right? Like, tw- Two Thousand Leagues Under well, the Sea. Well, it's a lot because less it's the first of a ten-part tentpole oh, series. God. I because that's all about not uh, who's the guy Nemo, it's, captain nemo nemo yeah because it's the guy who shows up and it's funny i know him as more of a league sure a gentleman in character than anything else these yeah. days um it would be interesting Man, if, if be it's cool. actually a modern day take and not like trying to make it like jules verne like night like 1898
0: on the other hand it'd be cool as hell to have a brown person protagonist in a major no, you still have a
2: brown person i'm just, I'm just change, uh saying change the casting but instead of like if you did like a scientific take on underwater exploration stuff, because even these days, like there's not a lot of underwater. Ex- like I'm just saying, Sequest, the shit. <laughs>
3: <laughs> instead of doing some kind of Tommy fantastical, Duffin sold.
2: Instead of having some kind of fantastical stuff of like some kind of steamwork, steampunky bullshit, like fighting fantastical creatures, you could definitely make kind of like a scientific thing of like a modern day. Indian dude trying to like Explore the ocean what's the story Of the uh, 2000 leagues under the sea I
0: genuinely don't know I've never read it There's a big uh, oh, Cephalopod a whale,
2: right? No it's,
0: it's an a octopus is it, yeah. is, it, is it a
3: squid or an octopus
0: I can't remember all I know is that I knew someone who yeah, had but It
2: seems like the same story it seems like it's yeah, Some Captain Ahab shit but it's with a brown guy And it's a squid instead of a white whale
0: What the hell is the story of Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea because why does he build a boat? The Nautilus is the name of the boat, right? Yeah. yeah. That's a good but name. Also the name of Bill's exercise
2: equipment.
3: I'll <laughs> <laughs> um, get ripped uh-huh. You can put a tiny squid on
2: it Well I need to hold a, the phone books so I'm gonna chop in half with my bare hands oh my
1: You
3: know what you
0: could say Yeah Um, The description of Nemo's ship The Nautilus Was considered ahead of its time As it accurately describes Features on submarines Which at the time Were a very primitive vessel um, It's been able to age well Because of its scientific theories Unlike some of uh, Verne's other works Like What's for example make make Journey exciting, to the center, center of the
2: Earth If the Martian hits it big You can guarantee that Someone's gonna say Hey okay. Brian Singer Make it more like a Martian Except with a brown guy underwater Than a white guy on Mars
0: Here's everybody's favorite Part of the podcast Podcast where Annie reads a Wikipedia entry. Oh, this is too long. That's all. Currently, was apparently it was a serial. It was an adventure serial. Oh, so um, get ready to have some Nemoos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was say Twenty thousand crutches <laughs> under the sea. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's about. I think they're trying to hunt down the monster. They spot a monster. They think it's a that's giant narwhal Um, the ship finds the monster. It damages the rudder. Uh, they find. They, so oh eight, no! They go to, and then they go to uh, it's some of the the ship is broken up and they go they grab onto the monster, but it's actually a submarine, and then they're captured, brought inside to meet their enigmatic creator and commander, Captain Nemo, and then the rest of the story just follows the adventures uh, aboard the submarine. Hmm. Um, it's uh, it was built in secrecy and now roams the seas free from any land-based government.
2: See, that sounds awesome. Now
0: I'm just thinking of, we're here,
2: we're queer, we're going to get married <laughs> in the ocean. Did you? You guys never saw Tomorrowland, did you? No. Did you see the new ad campaign that they're coming out? Because I guess the bl- Tomorrowland comes out on Blu-ray next month. Yeah. And they've started an ad campaign. I had mentioned this on the podcast when I, t- when I had my review of uh, Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. So one of the big uh, things in Tomorrowland is there's this total straw man punching bag that they have about how everyone's super excited for this new movie called like Toxic Revenge 3. It's right, like, like right. Mad Max like parody. Uh like about how everyone's just like uh, like just can't wait to destroy the world because like this is one of the symptoms of how sick everyone is that they're so excited for this like post apocalyptic apocalyptic movie coming out. Right. And so the ad campaign so far uh for the tomorrow uh, tomorrowland Blu-ray is yeah, go ahead, buy the Blu-ray for Toxic Crusade 3 because uh no one wants to buy Tomorrowland because that's about hope and future stuff and that's stupid. Seriously? It's like totally weirdly sarcastic. So they're negging, like They're negging their potential viewers? The weird thing is it actually has footage from Fury Road in the commercial. Are you kidding and me? And it it's fake teaser for this post-apocalyptic fake movie from Tomorrowland. Are you joking? And it has a whole bunch Fury of trailer Road from, footage? it has a bunch of footage from different like post-apocalyptic movies, but
3: one of the things they draw from
2: is fucking Fury Road. Where I'm like, That's so weird. Tomorrowland, don't go get it from fucking Fury Road. <laughs> Road. Sure, yeah. Because, yeah. like, even when they made the movie, when they made, like, this fake thing, like, of course, it's post apocalyptic. It's supposed to be a little. Like, you don't even see any characters. It's supposed to be just some kind of, like, they just see nuclear explosions going off. It's supposed to be right. just, like. It seems to be actually, in terms of content, more parodying, like, stuff like 2012, like the Roland Emmerich like right, disaster right. movies, as much as just, porn. like, you don't see, like, anyone, like, running around and like you know, like post Because Mad Max year. movies aren't about the end of the world; they're about but what happens if after the, end of the world. They're they're pitched for like the barring the, to buying the Tomorrowland movies, like. Oh, Fury Road is so stupid. It's so it's it's so uh, negative and cynical. Uh, why don't you just like? That is so cynical of it itself. Yeah, yeah. Because if anything, Mad Max is way more optimistic. Yeah. You need to see Tomorrowland. We could have a big Tomorrowland versus so Fury shit Road on podcast. I am <laughs> still so angry at Tomorrowland. <laughs> Brad Bird fucked up so bad. Yeah. I've never seen a creative professional fuck up that bad with a movie and messaging in terms of what he thinks. Anyway, we'll talk about that later when that finally comes out. What the so, fuck. Uh, Just to have the balls to be like, eh, no, so you don't want to watch our movie? Well, here's this piece of shit we think you yeah. like. It's so like that's cynical. Yeah, like, the, the, your movie failed because it was bad, it's not a because of we like advertising tactics. Yeah. I granted, maybe just be like I would assume it's just like their online component sure. to try to get attention. They got me talking about it on the podcast, right, yeah. So I'm assuming that like the 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 trailer for the uh, tomorrow and Blu-ray in movie theaters when you're like waiting for your movie to start when you're going to see Star Wars and he's gonna be like, "Me, you didn't want to see tomorrow, that's why don't you go." Me, me? <laughs> it's
0: like sulky kind of. Yeah. Way. Anyway, so that's no. weird. And the last note in the Geek Week interview, uh, both Doctor Who and the Rose City Comic Con return this weekend.
2: Whoa. Yeah, Bill noted
0: the return of Doctor Who, but yes, this weekend is in fact. The Rose City Comic Con. You go, little,
2: I'm at the rodeo. Too busy staring at cowboys. It's not a Comic Con or rodeo for super sad people. <laughs> Maladjusted, antisocial. I, I enjoy,
0: the Rose City Comic Con is a fun show, and I'm actually kind of sad I'm gonna miss it. But I uh, think
2: I'm gonna go. This um, weekend is
0: also Noir City, uh, the a the film noir festival City? at uh, the Hollywood uh, Theater here in town. Ooh, so I'm missing showing? a couple of different things. Huh. A whole Rose of City.
2: Their famous guests are include okay. Robert Englund, Carrie Fisher, Walter Koenig. Carrie
1: Fisher.
2: Carrie Fisher is going to be there. Mm-hmm. I actually have the prices for autographs and photos here too. <laughs> I've never actually gone to a convention and actually paid for an autograph or a yeah. photograph. Uh, Nichelle Nichols, who almost died from a stroke earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, she's going to be there. Carol Spinney, who played Big Bird. No. Uh, Amanda Weiss, which I when you, her name popped up, I didn't even recognize it. She is the girlfriend from Better Off Dead and was also the heroine from the very first Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Ah. I used to have a crush on her as a kid. Yeah, it's one of those things where I saw her. If I, if I were to see her at the convention, I'd be too scared to look at her. <laughs> oh, like, Bill! Oh, you gave twelve year old me a boner. <laughs> Especially being a fat white guy, I don't want to go up to a lady and be like, "I like you." (laughs) Uh, So yeah, there's gonna be a whole bunch of panels. Uh, Dylan's wife, Katie, she's gonna have some uh, freelancing panels and stuff there. So this is kind of cool. Like they're gonna have a documentary about Godzilla debut there. Rose City is a good little
0: comic con. Like Rose City, I think, is one of the is one of those shows where it's like you. It feel it's like a tiny Comic-Con for good and for ill, but mostly for good. It's one of the big, it's yeah. not like,
2: cause we always talk about Stumptown and that was kind of like the indie Portland comics uh, thing. This yeah. is Stumptown where like, this is the one where everyone is in cosplay. You yeah. have r 2 d 2s running around. Right, it's yeah. all kinds of crazy shit. So yeah. it's usually a pretty good time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just some good, some good people watching, that's for sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Alright friends, thank you as always for listening to our Garbage Podcast. We'll be back next week to talk to you about more pop culture things about which we feel strongly. We're always at Boy Hattie Podcast on Twitter. Uh, com is our website. Uh, we will talk to you kids later. Take care guys. Bye! Bye. Bye.